Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com, and Rock of Talk TV. You can also find us on Roku, Apple TV, as well as Amazon Fire. And it looks like uh, everything seems to be opening back up. We've got uh, D. Dowd Muska in his Rock of Talk t shirt. Pretty cool. A little bit larger than so, uh, he had. More like a circus tent, but I, I, I wear it in pride. <laughs> Maybe that was mine. <laughs> they'll have, the, they'll have uh, all that stuff up and uh, running tomorrow. I have to say, uh, maybe for the first time in a long time, uh, I'm not up to speed on everything. Uh, we don't have a full show prepped out, believe it or not. Uh, this would be maybe the very first time. Uh, should we just go ahead and take phone calls and then uh, throw the topic out and just sort of... Uh, Ham out a bunch of opinions. You know, uh, this uh, is Martin Heinrich lobbying for statehood for Puerto Rico. That was on the above the fold today, oh, I wow, believe. On the, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Means, big priority you, there for our you, senator. Have you noticed uh, the unbelievable change on the front page of the Albuquerque Journal? Have you noticed the change overall that's happening in this pushback? We had to like, we had to see just how bad Joe Biden and the Democrats were. So maybe that was really what was in order here. Hey, let's check out just how terrible they are. This is not the power grab that they wanted. This isn't what they expected. Cuomo, Newsom, including all that, Lujan Grisham, yes. And I got this a little bit earlier today. I know that uh, you're pretty excited about it. Well, well you know, RGA and that unbelievable commercial that, that, that came out. I think we should uh, possibly revisit that. Uh, and before we, we do, you can always find all this stuff available on our daily blast at rockoftalk.chat. Very proud to be uh, putting all this uh, on display. Um, but I have to say, when Michelle Lujan Grisham being targeted now by the Republican Governors Association at this time, I mean, it's ripe. It's time to get the word out on all things uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham. I've been doing it more than a year, but I, am I going to get any of the credit? Uh, the trailblazing, the, the stuff that was done early on? Here, here it is. Hardship during the pandemic. A dozen grocery stores have had to close their doors. A lot of New Mexicans were struggling right now. Yeah, so all the Johnny-come-latelys, this is all the stuff I've been telling you about for an entire year. We have the Impeach MLG. It's for the fury. I've got another 250 signatures today nice. that have come in. ImpeachMLG.com. People are feeling the momentum. They're like, well, they can do it in New York. They can do it in California. He's going to get recalled. We can do it in New Mexico. People are starting to feel that way. I'm talking to people down south. They're like, well, you know what? We've been waiting an entire year. We know, Eddie, you've been doing it all along. We've been sending in our stuff. We've organized. We've got our stuff ready. Where's the Republican Party in all this? I said, it's right here. Right here at this radio station. You want to know where the Republican Party is? It's operating out of here. People are saying, well, the Republican Party's non-existent. No, let me tell you, <laughs> we've been fighting for the entire year all along. And working with the RGA, they'll be on tomorrow. Oh, good. And that's uh, pretty exciting. I have to tell you, I am so incredibly moved by them taking the time to spend practically almost $100,000 in the amount of money that's going to be hitting Michelle Lujan Grisham. Maybe she should have taken that job for the Department of the Interior. 
Right? Mm-hmm. She shouldn't have pushed that away and handed off over to her uh, good friend, Deborah Holland. She's well, I mean, think of that, that money they're sure. spending. I mean, you know, New Mexico, I'm sure back east in the Republican Party upper echelons is yeah. seen as a blue state. Right. You know, it's, it's a chance for them to take this money, so kudos to them. And I think they're very aware of him talking to the RGA and what they're doing. And, you know, Steve Pierce has gone out there and... Uh, Susanna has been out on uh, the Fox News tour and stuff. Their timing was off in both places. We've been doing it the entire time. We've been putting out this information because we should be taking these people out of office. Fox News has actually even been fighting back. It's hard to believe. Hard to believe you've been seeing this, but they're dipping their toe in. Uh, But the real heroes in all this is you. The people who have signed their name and who have been at the front lines of this all along. The people running churches. The people running restaurants. The people who have been practicing acts of civil disobedience. The people who are saying, hey, you know what? We're not going to mask up. We're not going to do what you tell us. It was Mississippi today, Texas today, deciding, hey, you know what? No more masks. No more shutdowns. We're 100% open by Friday. By Friday? (laughs) What is going on? We're not even into the full thing. They're like, no, we're not going to tolerate this crap anymore. We're going to move everybody from New Mexico over to uh, Texas at this point. Michelle Lujan Grisham, you better do as Texas and Mississippi and the rest of the states are doing right now. Because you are going to own this shutdown forever. Front page of the Albuquerque Journal. What, 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 what's on the front page? Above the fold, New Mexico Racing Commission is deciding to open up the ponies. I thought they had just decided last week. <laughs> right, right. Somebody must have taken a poll. Maybe Joe Monahan's been writing. Money. He's like, well, you know what? They're listening to Eddie Aragon over there. He's a candidate for CD1. Uh, we can't just go ahead and force this guy out and uh, pretend to ignore him anymore. He's actually got the ball here, and he's been running with it from the very beginning. Yes, it's May 15th, and Peach MLG. Look at my write-ups on, uh, on leadership. It's the absence of leadership that has led to this absolute and total destruction. Democrats, I offer you 2020 as Exhibit A as to why you should never vote Democrat again, why you should leave the party, why you need to leave the plantation. They're backpedaling like you've never seen them. They can't stop apologizing. They can't stop tripping over themselves. Michelle Lujan Grisham is now referring to herself as fat and a $12 <laughs> Target shirt. She spends more money on liquor than she does on her nighty. What do, we, what do you get for twelve dollars at Target? I don't. I don't. Or Target. What would you? I don't she even wouldn't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that she know. This is this is this is the ad that has been running. Their health, money, of having food. And Michelle Lujan Grisham's policies have made it harder for the state to recover. But they seem to be working just fine for her. Back in April, when she ordered non-essential stores to shut down. Finally, the crescendo of news organizations on the very small slivers of what's actually out there. We've got ourselves a Republican Governor Association race. An RGA supported, hey, let's get this thing started. Now, I'm a little concerned about a couple things. Steve Pierce, last time around, pretty much got his ass handed to him. Did he not? I think it was one of the largest uh, uh, victories that they've ever seen. And it didn't get much better in 2020. He was leading the charge for the uh, gubernatorial run back in 2018. He was leading the charge for everything back in 2020. People down south have started to move over, over into their own directions at this point. The timing of this is a little bit curious. We've been hearing... How he's going to, he might potentially abdicate his position as the uh, senior, as the, as the leader of the GOP. You might remember he beat me by one vote before. Or this is going to start any sort of civil war within the party. Certainly not. 
right? Huh? Or, or 29, right? <laughs> we don't, we don't, <laughs> you lost by one or 29, uh, whatever it was. It doesn't matter. I didn't call any sour grapes on any of that stuff. They installed the BC GOP uh, leadership in the state party. They're like, well, uh, better not run against Steve Pierce. And is this just a some sort of run for another attempt by Steve Pierce at Governor's Association? Uh, could this be a setup for that? I wonder. I wonder. In plain sight, right in front of you. We don't want to be let down like that. Give somebody else a chance. I believe there's like three, four, five, six people have already thrown their, their hat into the ring, so to speak, in one way or another. We've heard from, I think, Rebecca Dow. You did the, uh, what, what was the name of that article? Uh, Big Government Becky's Big Bad Government Votes. Becky. <laughs> That's uh, my favorite title of any article that are out there. I think it's time to let other people have a shot at this. We've heard from lots of other people who have uh, decided that they want to step in. I don't know that this is the right time to go ahead and make that announcement, or is it? Because this is all about CD1 first and foremost. Once they bring in Deborah Holland and they announce this seat and it becomes available, it becomes about CD1 because if you don't win this seat... And this is the best chance we Republicans have to beat those Democrats. If we don't win this seat, we cannot win the state. Let me remind you of the record. We're 20 for 27 in CD1. Lujan, Wilson, Schiff, then, I don't know, somebody somebody by the name of Heinrich, somebody by the name of uh, Lujan. I mean, this has just been something that just, well, let's give, give it to Holland at this point. You know, leave it to the dogs. We have not had good representation. Now, to Holland's credit, I think she basically co-sponsored every single bill Nancy Pelosi being next door to her that she could possibly get on. This was a complete and total setup right from the very beginning. But is New Mexico just a pass-through for all these politicians who are looking to build themselves up? Or is this something where they actually care about the community? During that time, since the Democrats have been in power in CD1, what have we actually seen? We've seen the absolute and complete destruction of this district. The lost decade with representation from Heinrich, Lujan Grisham, and Holland. And now you're starting to see that now statewide. I don't need to convince you the evidence is, better, is there. And the news media has been ignoring it for far too long. Not only do those governors in New York and California now, Michelle Lujan Grisham, own it here, but they have owned it for the last 12 years. People have picked up and left to greener pastures. Texas, Arizona, Colorado, Utah, Idaho. They're all moving every place else. We want to keep those people here. So as long as you continue to vote for Democrats in New Mexico, this is the outcome that you're going to get. The political futures and careers of Cuomo, Newsom are already over. Will it be the same for Lujan Grisham? Based upon what we're seeing right now, she does not have a good chance to win. She could be a one-and-done governor very easily. Very easily. The winds have started to blow in this direction, and I'd like to see some new faces, some fresh faces, some good people who are running for the seat and who's actually going to invest themselves in the state of New Mexico, not as a pass-through to get to some other place. Not as, oh, an opportunity, we served two years, I'm going to be the Department of the Interior. Not, I served uh, two terms, I'm going to be U.S. Senator. Not, well, you know, I've been here for 10 years and been uh, uh, helping Nancy Pelosi for the last 12 years. I want to be Senator. 
All of these people are just career politicians. Name them. Ben Ray Lujan, Michelle Lujan Grisham, Deborah Holland. She didn't even have a job. Running the party is not a, a, not a job. She's the female Bill McCamley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never had a job. March 2nd, here we are. 11 days away from uh, marking one year. And could New Mexico just open up? Should we just go full turquoise right now in an attempt to save yet again another political ploy? I thought we were all shut down so that Michelle Lujan Grisham could get the Health and Human Services Secretary job in Washington, D.C. In fact, I think that was the case, wasn't it? We were all just her political tools, her flunkies, here doing everything that she was going to do. Oh, well, I don't know. Is she going to get it? Can you believe while we were shut down during this time? Can you believe that... Ultimately, this was all just for her political ambitions. A non-essential business opened so she could buy jewelry. Would you like to see what Governor Michelle Lujan Gershom has been shopping for with her tax dollars? The governor is using that fund mostly to buy groceries. $6,545 in alcohol $800 to clean rugs and treat animal urine stains. This receipt from PetSmart shows taxpayers also paid for a new doggy door. Lockdown, masks social distancing, a global health crisis. You stepped up and made hard sacrifices when asked, but what about Michelle Lujan Grisham? Nope, the only thing that she wanted was a job up in Washington, D.C., and there it is. It's Chris Ramirez front and center. It's Channel 4, Channel 7, Channel 13. Those are the cuts, and it's a very effective ad, and it's going to continue when we return. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about something that maybe we should be, have been talking about for the last year and a half, but maybe more of that was blinded by uh, the COVID-19 crisis, and that is one James Hallinan. Uh, certainly, uh, Dowd has paid a little bit of attention, but that story got buried by the very, very conveniently buried by the uh, news media who didn't want to uh, embarrass their uh, Democrats. 550-50-500-420. Back in four. More great talk when we return. It's wide open uh, here on this Tuesday. Whatever you like. Uh, serve it up uh, here. Uh, take your best shot. 420 back in four. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique new world offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. 
This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather. Looking great for the next couple of days. Right now, super at the Santa Ana Stars, 58 degrees. Better than that in Fort Hills with 59. And it's 58 here at the Rock of Talk. Looks like, um, well, the worst of the drives right now is on Coors Boulevard, westbound at Montano Plaza to Montano. It's just going to be really much a stop-and-go trip for you. No accidents or stalls, just a lot of folks heading in the same direction. I-40 westbound at the river, a stall. I-25 southbound at San Mateo Osuna, a stall there as well. This traffic report brought to you by Monte Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just off of Comanche. And that's where you have the biggest humidor in the southwest, truly. You know what? When you go in there, you're going to be so amazed because the temperature control gives you the largest selection of blends and prices. Just ask Matt or any of the staff, what if I'm looking for this, would I want to get? They've got it for you. And probably two or three choices. 
All right, this is Monty's Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. With that, we're up to date. Now, we dive back into the Rock of Talk. Now, pivoting to a more national issue, we know that you are the chair uh, of the Democratic Governors Association. And last night, as I was preparing for this interview, Democratic Congresswoman Kathleen Rice of New York called on Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York to resign after a third woman accused him of sexual harassment. And I was just hoping to get your reaction as DGA chair and as a woman. Do you think the organization is going to release a statement or weigh in on this at all? I believe that we will and we should. Uh, look, we, we have to take seriously all these allegations and I'm frankly uh, in that group of elected leaders that you believe the individual uh, you get uh, I'm sorry <coughs> uh, what was that Michelle Lujan Grisham uh, I don't think I heard that correctly uh, doubt uh, queue up of sexual harassment and I was just hoping to get your reaction as DGA chair and as a woman do you think the organization is going to release a statement or weigh in on this at all I believe that we will and we should. Uh, look, we, we have to take seriously all these allegations and I'm frankly uh, in that group of elected leaders that you believe the individual. Uh, you give real credit and credibility there. If you don't, we're re-victimizing. Uh, oh, uh, oh, that's right. That's what I thought you said. Come forward. And so that's critical. Oh, so we do want these people to come forward. Mm. I believe that there was a, uh, prior to her taking office, this would be just a, a week or so right before the office, I believe that there was that's Michelle Lujan Grisham about three hours ago, ladies and gentlemen, uh, talking to the Washington Post WAPO, the LAPO WAPO uh, coming on in. And uh, D-Dowd Muska, why don't you uh, refresh the uh, memories of... Uh, well, you mentioned this the other day, Eddie, and I think our friend Jay Block uh, is aware of this individual uh, by the name of James Hallinan, I guess a longtime Democratic, not... Republican uh, activist. Yeah. Uh, this was December of 2019, so we're talking a little, little over a year now. Longtime Democratic political operative mm -hmm. accused our governor, ladies and gentlemen, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. Communications of, director. Yeah, of sexual assault. Uh, here are his exact words, and I'm going to have to clean it up a little bit in case there are kids in the car. Quote, she took a water bottle and dumped it on my sensitive area and then slapped and grabbed me in front of everybody, according to Mr. Hallinan. And, of course, the governor's office immediately denied uh, all of that. Uh, Not only did they deny it, the man had to pick up and leave, yep. and he moved, I think, uh, sort of fortuitously, uh, to Phoenix, Arizona. Let's uh, listen to Michelle Lujan Grisham one more time. Why don't we? We have to take seriously all these allegations, and I'm frankly uh, in that group of elected leaders that you believe the individual. Uh, you give real credit and credibility there. If you don't, we're re-victimizing uh, 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 brave men and women who come forward. And so that's critical. Here, earlier, uh, certainly you've got someone, an elected leader, who isn't challenging the veracity of the, the facts, the statements. It happened. I had oh, so basically... Uh Cuomo's guilty, but he's not challenging it. We have an individual. Uh, that would be your boss, if I'm not mistaken, 
for the last 12 months of this shutdown, everything he wanted to do, and you're chairing the DGA. Has there ever been a, a, a governor ever uh, recalled or impeached at a time when she's heading off or leading the all the governors? Mm, I, I can't imagine I that so. that's ever happened. Michelle Lujan Grisham, you would be the first if we could go to impeachmlg.com. That's impeachmlg.com. Let's continue to listen. Staff involved and apologized. And that's the climate we should come to expect by every elected leader in that context. Apology should work. So where's the apology from Michelle Lujan Grisham? Not denying the allegations. All in good fun, uh, necessarily, or, or how many delight deny the uh, allegations? The man kept it up, and, uh, you know, he was afraid because that's where we live. We live in this Democrat cesspool where, well, do you want, to, want us to ruin the rest of your life? Do you want us to go after you? Do you want to have anything going forward? You keep on with these charges that you want to come forward with. Transparent, independent investigation so that you can look at the context of these conversations and statements I think is important, but I, I find it very troubling, I think others do, that we have a third allegation, and uh, I know Congresswoman Rice to be a fierce champion uh, uh, in this area and has high and she should expectations for all elected leaders, and I think that folks should expect that the Democratic Governors Association will in fact release a statement. Uh, it's not, we haven't done that yet, but you should expect that we will. Given that what you've heard, uh, the third uh, uh, allegation that you mentioned, do you think the organization will call on him to resign? Uh, I think that it's troubling enough that that will be a... Uh, she, she had a uh, wet her beak, by the way, in between uh, answers. You know, that normally happens. I don't know, you know what sort of fear, that flushing, mm -hmm. when you're a little bit nervous. Dry mouth. You, you ever see that? Yeah, the dry mouth comes in. <laughs> have you noticed that always happens when you're when you're really nervous? Humming, 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 humming. This is crazy. This is crazy. Do you think the organization is. will call on him to resign? Uh, I think that it's troubling enough that that will be a uh, significant part of the discussion, but it's premature for me to determine what governors uh, at this point, when you've got an uh, independent, transparent investigation occurring. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead, Eugene, but we will have a very serious uh, conversation about what we ought to do and what standard we expect all elected leaders. Yes, right, you're to, right. Uh, adhere to That's right. Uh, yes, and you again, hadn't even that, taken that off. Third of it. allegation is troubling. Oh, it is troubling. Uh, there's no doubt about it. There's uh, your governess, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, also leader of the Democratic Governors Association, uh, possibly in her, one of her most powerless moments up there, asking questions or excuse me, responding to questions. Uh, randomly on a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, I don't know if she could step in it anymore at this mm -hmm. point. I think mm -hmm. she continues to step in it, and I think she is not. I mean, uh, uh, but, uh, but, uh, I mean, it's just too much. And here's the problem: it's not what you think it is. These sexual allegations, whether it's Cuomo or Michelle Lujan Grisham or whatever, the real crime in all of this. Well, of course that is, but the real crime is what they're covering up and the shutdowns the shutdowns of restaurants of businesses the economy what about leveraging this crisis for political gain 
to help your friends, to help Joe Biden, to do whatever you can to take down Trump. That's exactly what this was all about. That's the real crime in the year 2020. Could this be a little bit of a red herring? Would they prefer this and say, you know what, we've got to sacrifice one or two just so the cover-up doesn't ultimately come out? This is what Biden and Obama, well, you know, the only guy who can actually challenge you going forward. And we don't want him to be the next president of the United States because we can't trust Cuomo. And I can, I can definitely tell you, blue dog Democrats might end up going with Cuomo rather than Kamala Harris because we know that Joe Biden ain't going to last more than four years. Let's get, let, let's get real now. The re-election campaign, two years in, Kamala Harris is going to start that campaign. Make no mistake about it. She is not smart enough, I'm sorry, to be president of the United States. But certainly Barack Obama is once again, and he'll do so if he gets to carry Kamala across the goal line. Ultimately, that's what this is all about. This is a red herring. Please pay attention. Go after Andrew Cuomo. And you know what? want to know why I know this is? Because CNN, who employs his younger brother, is actually printing this kind of stuff. Andrew Cuomo's offensive apology. They are working hand-in-hand with the DNC. You want to talk about the Civil War? The Civil War is happening inside the Democrat Party. And I start, questions have been raised. I never intended to offend. I think I'm being playful. Some of the things I've said have been misrepresented to the extent that any felt one that way. I'm truly sorry about that. They are nailing him to the cross. S.E. Cup former, I guess, Republican or former conservative writing for CNN. If it were already well-known in Albany and elsewhere that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is infamously averse to apologizing, the Weasley wording of his statement issued Sunday in response to the two allegations of sexual harassment leveled at him in recent days by former aides made it clear, accountability is not in his native language. Huh, you're finally telling us now? After a year of all shutdown? After he went after Trump? After they said, well, he did not help us, he would not help us. After Michelle Lujan Grisham said, there's nothing that the federal government did to help the state of New Mexico. That's the most egregious crime out of all of this. Because it affected everyone. This is just a microcosm of who these people already are. James Hallinan lives in Phoenix, Arizona. Will we hear from him again? Will there be something? I think it's something that we should start to talk about. 550-5500, that's 550-5500 here in the Kiva. Your texts and calls, I will read your texts, which are coming in, whoa, with a fury. I know you're upset and angry as, as to what's happening uh, in this country because every other place is opening up. And watch Michelle Lujan Grisham with a wave of a wand probably next week to save her political ass at this point. What's she going to do? She's probably going to just open everything up. Might just be wishful thinking. Can you imagine her at this point actually having another discussion about where we are in each of the counties? I can't see that happening again. 437, back and forth. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life. We do taxes. 
You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994. Winter is here and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out, don't wait to sell and miss out this time. Home buyers are waiting. Call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar. Studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough. If 2021 is a year you're going to move up, move out, or move on, time to give us a call. Hire us, the number one real estate team in New Mexico. Call now, 448-8888 or on the web, welcomehomeabq.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Looking like a great day has turned up for us, and that's going to be the story tomorrow and even Thursday. 
Look at this, 58 degrees in Corrales, 59 at the Highland High School refurbished gym, and it's 58 degrees at the Rock of Talk. All right, so what do we got going on here on I-40 westbound at the river? That stall's still there, but big yellow's on the scene, so that's keeping it out of traffic. I-25 southbound, Jefferson to Comanche is now under 40 miles an hour. Folks just driving into that sunset. And on the west side, looks like we're still suffering on Coors Boulevard westbound, Montano Plaza to Montano. And getting away from the base, Eubank northbound, under 25 miles an hour, Chico to I-40. And this traffic report is brought to you by Sunnyside Up on Manal, right there at Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch specials, wow, pumpkin, pecan, waffle, I'll take it for either. Uh, their own banana nut syrup on top of that, I'm on my way tomorrow. Sunnyside Up, you can see it all by going to sunny.theplaceilike.com. With that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I don't even have time to gather myself. Those are the fastest uh, traffic and weather reports that Rudy has ever done. 45 seconds. He's done. He's in, he's out. He's on his way. You got some place to be, Rudy? Or? Yeah, what's going on, Rudy? What's going on? The pecan waffles. Got oh, there go. <laughs> so this came out yesterday, and this goes uh, sort of... It dovetails nicely with the behavior that we've already seen from Michelle Lujan Grisham, coupled with what we've seen with her purchases at the grocery store on September the 23rd of last year, and then coupled with her lack of an apology, or I should say a lack of defense for uh, Cuomo, and saying that they might go after her, but, you know, what she should be calling for is, at this point, is resignation. Maybe nobody from the Obama administration has got to her yet. As far as I'm concerned, I, this is really the first uh, huge political hiccup, but it all seemed to be train wrecking at the very same time. It's unavoidable. You walk into the line uh, at a gas station, you run into people now, people are actually talking, and the very first thing that people are now talking about coming out of this whole co- uh, I want to call it like Covidian, the the, the Covidian, like something that is so the Covidian epoch. <laughs> yeah, right. Doesn't that sound like uh, this uh, the Jurassic epic trilogy? How they how the conservatives survive through the you know tyrannical punishment. I mean, I, I know they keep going with the Star Wars and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's amazing. This train wreck is not going to stop, and they're trying to pull out all the stops. This is not a good time for Democrats to dip their toe into any election. While they thought that they were done. Now here's. Coming out of the Santa Fe, New Mexico, brand new lawsuit, Dowd, accuses Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, I was just going to say Michelle Lujan Grisham, still our governor for now, administration of directing state agencies to withhold public records to protect a government official. Now remember, this is the paper of record in the capital city. It's only 70,000 people up there. This particular, these particular records, this is how this goes, okay, I'm going I'm to read this verbatim, I'm it's okay for me to do that. I don't read very often. <clears throat> but this is important enough for us to read. Withhold public records to protect a government official who was promoted despite previously having been accused of bullying and harassment. Bruce Weatherby, a journalist and labor advocate who once lived in Santa Fe, now lives in New England. New England isn't a place, by the way. <laughs> Just so you know, it's a region. It's very vague. When you say New England, that's like one of, what, four states? E even within New England, we don't agree on what New England is. There's yeah. a lot of people who think Connecticut should not be part of New England. A journalist and labor advocate who once lived in Santa Fe now lives in New England. <laughs> he lives at Foxborough in the stadium oh. where he publishes the quote-unquote The Candle. Do you even know what that is? It's uh -huh. an online publication. This guy's a labor ad activist. He and I probably don't <laughs> share a lot of common With a focus on government and issues that affect working families. Oh, working. 
filed a complaint Friday against the State Department of Workforce Solutions, the New Mexico Workers' Compensation Administration, the governor's office. Now, this lawsuit accuses state agencies of, quote-unquote, withholding public records about the background of Workers' Comp Acting Deputy Director and Mediations Bureau Chief. What? You thought you had a long title? This is this, this guy is a Workers' Compensation... Hello, what's your title? Workers' Compensation Acting Deputy Director and Mediations Bureau Chief. <laughs> Write that down. Kenneth Owens, at the behest of our governor, and asked the court to compel the agencies to produce records. For what? It asked them to award Mr. Weatherby an unspecified amount of damages plus legal costs. I imagine that's probably in the millions. Spokeswoman for Lujan Grisham's office called the allegations, quote-unquote, baseless. Probably bad if they didn't re read it. They likely did. They're very good at the legalese. And declined to comment on the lawsuit in an email on Monday. Spokeswoman for the Workers' Compensation Administration said the agency is now reviewing the documents. Ooh, but they, 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 they declined to comment. 2015, while working as Assistant Attorney General under then-Attorney Gary King, one of the most, uh, I think he's probably the most corrupt uh, Attorney General that we've ever had. I'd say Hector's better than he is. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Owens was accused of bullying and inappropriate behavior towards female employees of a nonprofit organization for which he had oversight duties. According to the court records and media reports at the time, among the allegations in a lawsuit filed by the United States South Broadway Corporation in 2015 were claims that Mr. Owens, Kenneth Owens, had attempted to assert control over the employees of the company, a nonprofit that worked with the New Mexicans facing foreclosure, and behaved unprofessionally towards female employees who had more experience in relevant areas. According to the 2015 lawsuit, Owens was requested to stop interfering with agency staff work, became visibly upset, yelling, acting inappropriately whenever his authority was questioned. The behavior of the lawsuit said it was most commonly directed at female employees. The lawsuit also accused Mr. Owens of pursuing an inappropriate relationship with at least one female employee. Oh, deadly. Remember, the governor's office has called all of this stuff baseless. All of the things that we've just talked about, she has called this stuff baseless. This is your governor earlier today on uh, Cuomo. Take a listen one more time. She's called the allegations baseless. Your reaction as a DGA chair and as a woman, do you think the organization is going to release a statement or weigh in on this at all? I believe that we will and we should. Uh, look, we, we have to take seriously all these allegations and I'm frankly uh, in that group of elected leaders that you believe the individual uh, you give real credit and credibility there if you don't we're re-victimizing uh, 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 brave men and women who come forward and so that's critical now let me uh, repeat the uh, line there at the very top okay <laughs> the lawsuit accuses the state agencies of withholding public records about the workers compensation acting deputy director and mediations bureau chief kenneth owens Okay. They called the accusations baseless. You just heard her say that we need to believe the accuser or they become, what? Revictimized. Owens now resigned from the Attorney General's office after that complaint was filed. Lawsuit says two years later was hired by the Workers' Compensation Administration as a mediation attorney. He's back. He was. That, that's how it <laughs> works. Back, in, baby. In, in yeah. New Mexico. Yeah, let's, we'll forget about you. He later was promoted to a supervisory position over women attorneys who were more qualified, more experienced, and had more seniority, according to the lawsuit. 
I mean, I don't know what this kid is doing. <clears throat> this guy's got a Me Too problem. He's got moxie. Yeah. He's got moxie. He subsequently was uh, promoted to the position of acting deputy director, now the lawsuit said, an exempt position which requires the approval of, you guessed it, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Should I continue, Dowd? Oh, yeah, it gets better. <laughs> According to Weatherby's complaint, Lujan Grisham's staff interviewed Owens. Prior to his appointment back in 2019, uh, what else was happening in 2019? In December of, of 2019, uh, do you have the description of what happened with the water bottle there? Yes, the water bottle being uh, dumped on this man's uh, lap and then uh, some sort of hand action slapping and uh, grabbing by the governor, alleged by this individual. Yeah, there you go. Owens later withdrew his name for consideration. Oh, smart about it. Realized there was some guilt there. After he was questioned again by the governor's staff about issues that came up with a background check, the lawsuit says. A few months later, though, hey, according to the work complaint, Workers' Compensation Administration Director Loretta Lopez coordinated his appointment, quote-unquote, and they used it. Quote, coordinated. I like that. His yeah. appointment to the position in a, quote-unquote, acting capacity with the full salary of deputy director. What's the deputy director get? I think it gets more than the governor, if I'm not Triple, mistaken. I mean, six figures, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. In response to the request for Owen's salary... Spokeswoman for the Workers' Compensation Administration said Lopez directed her to tell a reporter to file a written request for information. <laughs> yeah, why don't you just APRA us? Yeah, well, like you APRA the... A sunshine uh, portal should have, that, should have that information. That's Whether he requested a copy of Owen's background check from the governor's office. He was told, and here's where it gets good, folks. He wants a background on Owen's. See if they have it. Did you check him out? Like, I know I have the information on him. I mean, this... This guy has the you know what for him. He has the uh, he has the, uh, the 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 hot the hot stuff going for him. He was told quote unquote that he didn't have a copy of his background check. This is the deputy director after he was coordinated into the position. After Weatherby threatened to file a lawsuit over the issue, and Associate General Counsel's governor wrote him back and said background check could just be found. Hey, we got to wait. We got to get here. Here it is. We here. do have it after Please all. Do, uh, hold the lawsuit. Old DeMayo. Old DeMayo. It's like the Rose Law Firm records that just were discovered in the White House. The uh, firm. Yes. <laughs> well, the document was eventually produced. Weatherby's law, lawsuit says not all the background information requested was produced. He would know. He's been on him for six years. Weatherby says in his complaint, the Human Rights Bureau of the Workers' Compensation Administration also stymied his efforts to um, obtain the information pertaining to Owens by refusing to produce complaints filed with the Bureau. After first claiming the records were, quote-unquote, exempt from release because they involved a pending litigation, the lawsuit says the agency switched tactics and told Weatherby the WCA couldn't release the documents because as part of a work-sharing agreement with the federal government, oh. which prohibits their release. What is in those documents? What is so bad about the guy who is the acting deputy director of the Workers' Compensation Acting Deputy Director and Mediations Bureau Chief Kenneth Owens? World's longest title. Huh. The layers there, right? What else do you, what else do you say? What is um, the, uh, by the way, this is by Phaedra Haywood of the Santa Fe New Mexican. I would imagine that she is not a what started all these liberals? What what happens? Uh, did, you know, did they did they mix up one set of the fire ants, the red ants oh, with, okay. with another set of right, the red right, fire right, ants right. and you know, pile them over each other's ant piles? Is this is it, where'd all these attacks come from? This is just liberal on liberal action. Uh, at this point. Love to get your feedback on any and all of this uh, uh, during our second hour. Let me... Um, acted unprofessionally toward female employees <coughs> and even had a inappropriate relationship with at least one female employee. There we go. It's, uh, let's, what, what was that? What did you say, Governor? Look, we, 
we have to take seriously all these allegations. And I'm frankly uh, in that group of elected leaders that you believe the individual. Uh, You give real credit and credibility there. If you don't, we're uh, re-victimizing brave men and women who come forward. And so that's critical. Here, earlier, uh, certainly you've got someone, an elected leader, who isn't challenging the veracity of the the facts, the statements. It happened. I had staff involved and Mm. apologized. New Mexicans have faced great hardship during the pandemic. A dozen grocery stores have had to close their doors. There are a lot of New Mexicans who are struggling right now with their health, money, with having food. And Michelle Lujan Grisham's policies have made it harder for the state to recover. But they seem to be working just fine for her. Back in April, when she ordered non-essential stores to shut down, a non-essential business opened so she could buy jewelry. Would you like to see what Governor Michelle Wilhelm Gershon has been shopping for with your tax dollars? The governor is using that fund mostly to buy groceries. $6,545 in alcohol $800 to clean rugs and treat animal urine stains. This receipt from PetSmart shows taxpayers also paid for a new doggy door. Lockdown. Wow, lockdown. Lockdown, sexual harassment. The governor didn't suffer through any of this at this point. She's been protected by the local media as well as the people that they fancy, so to speak, like uh, the workers' compensation director overlord of the largest. I mean, you can go on and on and on. Aren't you sick and tired of the corruption here in the state of New Mexico, ladies and gentlemen? This is bad. 550-5500 and all seems to be uh, culminating at the uh, appropriate time as they are rapidly forced to open up in an attempt to save their necks politically. Because I can tell you today, if we watch 4, 7, and 13, which I haven't watched in, I don't know, six, nine months. When's the last time you watched the news, uh, Rudy? Um, every now and then I'll catch a glimpse of it. I mean, I'll watch Fox News, but in terms of local news, almost never. Yeah, almost, I think... Uh, Steve Salisa hightailed it out of here. You thought it was so bad. Right? I stopped in late March, so we're coming up on a full year for me because I year. couldn't take the Rona fear porn anymore. Yeah. They just bought into the narrative, completely didn't question anything. <clears throat> That's your local media, ladies and gentlemen. B.S. Eddie says the groping governess. Wow. That uh, WAPO reporter should have pressed. When can we expect a Democratic Governor Association statement regarding Cuomo? They never asked that. Um, let's see. MLG, sex, lives, and videotapes. Uh-huh. Uh, that is uh, good. Uh, this coming in. Uh, my HB 2889 passed the Arizona House today. If you're convicted of a child sex crime, sex trafficking, child pornography, production, distribution, you're going to prison for life. Arizona is ready to put an end to wow. human sex trafficking. That oh, is that's, amazing. That's... More re- another reason, uh, that is from Representative uh, Leo Biasucci. Uh, there's a Republican out there. The Other long- states really are different, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, sexual offenses can be directed at an individual. They can destroy one or two or bury the crimes against humanity, which is exactly what I think that this is ultimately all about. The longer the title, the less important the person. Generally true. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to call. I'm, I'm going I'm to make uh, both of your titles two letters. That's it. I don't know if you heard yet, yet, but I just put you on so your radio, so I'm not sure. And I don't know if you already got the word, but the governor announced the Texas governor has opened up his state completely. Yes, no shutdown, no mask, no nothing. Next Wednesday. And I bet you he was encouraged to do so from listening to South Dakota governor at CPAC because she made a lot of sense. He said he's never doing it again. He's never shutting down the state again. And there you have it. Bob's wow. your uncle. Uh, I listened to the Adam Carolla podcast this morning. He had Governor Kevin Stitt 
Oklahoma governor, Republican governor. Yeah, doing the same. He said, we uh, we op- we started reopening our state last June. Not this coming June. Last June. He said, for the vast majority of our school districts, with the exception of a couple of really big districts, they started classes as normal in August. Uh, Oklahoma deaths per 100,000 from Corona, uh, 113. California, 133. California, Corona. worse, worse. Corona, the big lie. You think uh, that orangenm. dot uh, com is going to work out for us after I stopped at day sixty? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to work out for us. Who's going to be uh, be the wise guys after all that? Eddie, I bet the Honorable Judge Kevin. I got home last night, made popcorn, watched the Cuomo allegation <laughs> show on Sean Hannity with a big smile on his face. MLG <laughs> is next on the hot seat. Bob in Los Lunas. Bob was MLG a member of the Transition Integrity Project, which was the driver organization for Dems voter strategy. And that strategy was closely aligned with certain governors, Michigan, New York, California, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Wisconsin, Nevada. New Mexico was also mentioned with election regularities. Hmm. She is dispensable and safely not a part of the Biden administration if she is found to be expendable. That is the problem. She has no cover. She's got nothing left. She, she's not inside the administration. She's exposed. Newsom's exposed. And uh, Cuomo's exposed. What's really interesting is Newsom is the nephew to Pelosi. Cuomo is the, you know, literally was standing out there on his own, but the son of a very, very successful governor, the guy who literally uh, turned New York around. And uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham is running no cover. Uh, The people that are underneath her, that's not going to look good in the RGA. Eddie, I may have an active shooter at uh, Zuni in Virginia, Hispanic male pointing locked and loaded at passing motorists. APD beginning to approach. Be careful, folks. Uh, Notice how nursing home scandal has now disappeared since the sexual suggestions. Yes, I have. Uh, Ha, 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 ha. Hypocrite, MLG. Wow. Uh, Will the Democrats go after Joe Biden for the Tara Reid accusation? Of course not. That's another thing that they're covering. Hi, my name is Chris. Uh, Good stuff. How do we unite uh, within the Republican Party so that we can win the CD1 seat? Hey, you got the home of the Republican Party right here each and every afternoon on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, and check us out on Rock of Talk TV, Roku, Fire, Apple Plus, good stuff, Edad Muska, and Rudy Grande back for hour two when we return. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, not sure what's up next. A uh, little bit uh, splite on the show prep, but I'm sure it's going to be exciting. This is the Rocker Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. News alert. Out of the running, I'm Lisa Lissera. Neera Tandon has withdrawn her name for consideration to lead the Office of Management and Budget after several senators said they would not back her after her social media post critical of senators on both sides of the aisle. In a statement, President Biden said she will serve in the administration in another capacity. The president says there will be enough COVID vaccine for all adult Americans by the end of May. When we came into office... The prior administration had contracted for not nearly enough vaccine to cover adults in America. We rectified that. The president had said earlier that enough vaccine would be available by the end of July. Drug maker Merck is teaming up with Johnson & Johnson to help make its one-dose vaccine. With three vaccines available, the president said he's confident the country would reach its goal of vaccination, 100 million people, in his first 100 days. But he reminded people of his request to wear masks during that same time period. Meanwhile, in Texas... It is now time to open Texas 100 Governor Greg Abbott, who lifted the state's mask mandate effective March 10th, the state will also do away with limits on indoor dining.
The National Transportation Safety Board will investigate this morning's deadly crash on a California highway. California Highway Patrol officials say a big rig hauling two trailers crashed into a Ford Expedition that was carrying 25 people just north of the border. Twelve people were found dead at the scene. Another died later at the hospital. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo has been confirmed by the Senate as President Biden's pick for Commerce Secretary. Wall Street at the close. Stocks gave back some of yesterday's big gains. The Dow lost 143, the Nasdaq minus 230, the S&P off 31. America is listening to Fox News. Hello, Mr. Crane. I'm calling about today's appointment. The tree is scheduled to fall on your RV at 2.14 today. We any way we can reschedule? We're really enjoying our trip. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's our only opening. Can it just be a little tree? Mm, let me check. No, sorry. Our file says it's a huge one. RV owners can't schedule when things go wrong on the road. That's why there's Progressive, a leader in RV insurance. Is it 2.14 p.m. or a.m.? You know, I'm not sure. Can I put you on a brief hold? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The U.S. has imposed sanctions against several Russians for the poisoning of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Press Secretary Jen Psaki announced the U.S. sanctions for the poisoning of Navalny last August. The action targets high-level officials that our intel says had a hand in it. Seven senior members of the Russian government, an expansion of sanctions under the Chemical and Biological Weapons Control and Warfare Elimination Act, new export restrictions on items that could be used for biological agent and chemical production, and visa restrictions. Missing were sanctions directly on Russian President Vladimir Putin. Saki said that is to deter the action and try to keep a relationship moving forward. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. A federal judge rules school districts in Utah don't have to create football teams for girls. U.S. District Court Judge Howard Nielsen said schools and coaches could do more to encourage girls to play football, but said because they allow girls to play on boys' teams, they aren't breaking the law. Sam Gordon led the effort to change the rules. Her football-playing videos have garnered millions of views on YouTube. She was also in the NFL's commercial marking the 100th anniversary of the league in 2019. School districts were concerned about if there actually would be enough girls within their boundaries who would be interested in football. Rob Dawson, Fox News. More than 200 artifacts from the Battle of the Alamo belonging to musician Phil Collins, including a brass cannon used by the Mexican Army, have gone on display in a limited-time exhibit at the historic site. Collins donated the items to the state of Texas in 2014. The Battle of the Alamo was fought in 1836, with nearly 300 defenders dying during a 13-day battle against Mexican forces led by General Santa Ana. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. number two and i think we should go and put things together starting with the weather turned out to be a great day today the clouds they didn't show up well maybe to the south but they're not going to bring any rain or snow 
Look at this. Mostly clear skies in Santa Fe. 55 degrees, 59 in Knob Hill, and 58 at the Rock of Talk. Traffic-wise, looks like it's a little bit of a bind right now. Unser, north and southbound, under 12 miles an hour, both directions between Southern and the Rust Medical Center. That's just that construction. It's just going to take a little while longer for that to come to, uh, to pass. Also, Coors Boulevard, westbound Montano to Montano, uh, I'm sorry, Montano Plaza to Montano. That's going to be a slow trip for you. And I-25, southbound of Jefferson to Comanche, still under 40 miles an hour. So budget in a little extra time there as well. And this traffic report is brought to you by LifeSpring at Salon Helena, the home of Canyon Water. Great stuff. It's alkaline water. That's what makes the difference. That's the healthy water. That's the water that's going to keep your system cleansed, keep you healthy. And also, when you go to LifeSpring at Salon Helena on Manal, just west of Wyoming, check out that salt room. That is going to help in terms of anyone that has asthma or any kind of breathing problems. LifeSpring at Salon Helena on Manal, just west of Wyoming. All right, we're up to date now. Let's start the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and now Rock of Talk TV as well. Thanks everybody for joining us here. Hour two, we have D. Dodd Muskie. I can't put him on camera though to show out this the uh, beautiful Rock of Talk t shirt. We can't see you doing that because uh, you'd have to rotate uh, the video camera up and then down again. Uh, uh, I'll have to teach you guys how to do that in there. It's just, you know, it's, it's above your pay grade. Are these shirts going to be available to the public at some point? They are available to the public. Uh, we're waiting for the web, uh, web, wi- the web interface, uh, the web interface so that people can go ahead and nice. order them. Yeah, it's like a Superman shield right across your chest. So. Defender yeah. of liberty in the land of enchantment. Oh, I like that. Uh, ben, <laughs> this is... Uh, now, really, for all things that are that are going on here in the state of New Mexico, this is where it's at, folks. We are glad that you stopped into the Kiva and you know what's going on. We've been fighting uh, on the front lines, uh, so certainly like Alex Jones has, or you name it. And one of those uh, issues that has been overlooked, I felt like we haven't talked about immigration. Now, Dowd and I totally disagree when it comes to immigration. I wouldn't say totally. Well, I mean, you're I think we should have border security. I don't think I don't believe in open borders like the Wall Street Journal does. Do you remember uh, Gary Johnson saying they're, they're checking your paper? He got into a he, fight uh, with that guy Benson. He, he, that was hilarious. He, 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 he that was not a prediction that, that was borne out by Gary very <laughs> well. I would say they, I, I lived four years under that brutal Trump administration. No one ever checked my papers. Yeah, I crossed state lines constantly in those four years, and no one ever checked my. Papers. Like he had, uh, you know, the false outrage uh, that he had there. Well, here's what's happening. Here's what they bought in administration just said about the border crisis and you heard maybe a little bit of this if you happen to have caught it on Brian Kilmeade this morning and I'm glad that he just kept playing this sound bite because it's something that you need to hear this is the guy that if I'm not mistaken he barely got confirmed uh take a listen okay. um do you believe that right now there's a crisis at the border I think that the uh, um, the answer is no uh, I the answer is no yes you, you're right uh, with all these thousands, tens of thousands of people and, you know, thousands of families lining up the border, there's not a crisis at the border. Now, Joe Biden uh, just recently uh, visited with the Mexican president. He's like, well, you know, you need to pull him back. This isn't what we really need. We're not just going to be letting everybody in. Oh, and then yet at the other same token, we're also saying, well, we're going to let him in for the next eight years and we'll eventually process all that. And you know that it's never going to happen. That is uh, the secretary. What would he get past? Uh, DHS. M- Monaco, what's his last name? Mallorca. Mallorca. Well, 
Castaneda. Castadianis. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. Oh, they got uh, Xavier Bacarena. <laughs> no, it just we don't know what the hell these guys are named, what they're doing, but these are the answers they're giving us. Unbelievable. The crisis at the border. I think that the uh, um, the answer is no. Uh, I think there is a challenge at the border that we are managing, and we have our resources dedicated to to managing it. And so, a lot of the things that you are, are talking about, you admit, take some time to implement. But right now. There it is. Uh, take some time to implement. We're going to take a whole hell of a lot of time, and that crisis is there. And they continue to come in, and they want to create open borders and closed schools. That's the Democrat Party. We continue to see this same exact pattern. When it comes to uh, protecting our country, I think Donald Trump you know, did a pretty good job. No wars? Any wars? Anything? We got uh, now Joe Biden starting a war with none other than... Vladimir Putin, even though he didn't directly sanction him, he sanctioned basically the entire country. We're going to do everything we can. You know, we got to punish him for poisoning this other. Oh, okay. Are we really going to go into that? Is this really the way you want to start off the uh, the first sixty days, the first hundred days of your administration? You know what just dawned on me? Didn't he mandate a hundred days of masking to start off? Hey, and and yeah. what is what does Texas and Mississippi turn around and do? Like. F you, Biden. <laughs> no way, bro. We ain't doing this 100 days. We're, in fact, no masks in the state of Mississippi. No masks in South Dakota. No masks in Texas. That's the way it's going to look. Well, he may have had a decent constitutional lawyer talk to or not not talk to him. Nobody talks to Joe Biden. Joe Biden's people may have hashed this out. Because the executive order that came down, if I remember correctly, was federal contractors, federal facilities, federal land, where the, where the chief executive does have control. He mandated that, but the, the the blanket mask, coast to coast in every circumstance, he didn't issue that. So somebody must have woken up at some point and said, "Yeah, I don't think we really have the constitutional. We're going to get a lawsuit the next morning if we do this." So, and what's also going to happen with the airlines that or the uh, the the traffic, air traffic that originates in the state of Texas? You know, do, do they get on a FAA regulated uh, plane? They have to wear those. Mm-hmm. And where's the argument come in if that? doesn't line up with what the federal government wants. What does that start to look like? Anyway, I digress. That just dawned on me. I didn't want to lose that uh, that portion of it. But Donald Trump forecasting what was going to happen, I guess, to a certain degree, one way or another on January 6th, he didn't think that it would get uh, amplified quite like this. Remember, it was six Trump supporters, right? Six Trump supporters on, on Capitol Hill were all who were hurt. One lost their life. We'll get into that because there's an update on that. So let's do that one tomorrow. They just saw that and haven't fully uh, vetted or covered that. i got to tell you, I didn't fully show prep today. It's one of the rare days where I didn't fully show prep. But uh, here is uh, Donald Trump on wanting to deploy the National Guard on January 6th. Who wasn't there on January 6th? And what do you see? Nothing up and down the mall. Is the National Guard still there? The answer is yes, and they will be there likely until the 4th of July, right? Because we don't want a a comeback of all the people that uh, love Donald Trump on the... All of Washington, D.C. Here he is on uh, Steve's so show. I, on I do want to, in the, you don't have too much time left, but I do want to ask you about January the 6th. Um, it's been reported that when that was unfolding, you were watching it, and actually you, you liked what you were seeing because you felt that it was your people fighting for you. Um, do you get how bad it was, and is there anything looking back on it now that you would have done differently that day? Yeah. Well, that's incorrect reporting. First of all, I wasn't watching TV. I turned it on later on when I heard about it and did a lot of moves. You know, we said to the 
Uh, I like that. Donald Trump did a lot of moves. I don't, I don't know what it is about that, but that just makes me think of my, my Donald Trump, you know. You remember on... Uh, <laughs> I want to go fast, you know. He he starts saying, uh, it's, "How do you like your baby Jesus?" So oh, I like my baby Jesus in the tuxedo. How do you like your Trump? Uh, you know, I, I like my Trump. You know, doing a lot of moves. You would have done differently that day. Yeah. Well, that's incorrect reporting. First of all, I wasn't watching TV. I turned it on later on when I heard about it and did a lot of moves. You know, we said <laughs> to the uh, Department of Defense, the top person. Uh, days before we had the rally, because that rally was massive. I mean, you know, you have, they don't, the press doesn't like to talk about, but the real number was much, much bigger in terms of the people that were uh, at the location. It went all the way back practically mm -hmm. to the Washington Monument. It was tremendous numbers of people. Not the Capitol, I'm talking about the rally itself, and it was a love yeah. fest. It was a beautiful thing. No, but we actually, re I requested, I said, look, this rally is going to be bigger than anyone thinks. Because everybody I see said, oh, we're going to be at the rally, we're going to be at the rally. And it had a, it was, I think, the largest crowd that I've ever spoken before. And I've spoken very big crowds. Hundreds of thousands of people, and more than that, but hundreds of thousands of people. And I said that I think you should have 10,000, I think I gave the number, I definitely gave the number of 10,000 uh, National Guardsmen. I think you should have 10,000 of the National Guard ready. Uh, they took that number, from what I understand, they gave it to the people at the Capitol, which is controlled by Pelosi, and I heard they rejected it because they didn't think it looked good. So, you know, that was a big mistake. Do you, do there you go. Now it's official. You heard it there first. Donald Trump requests 10,000 National Guard on the Capitol on January 6th. He wasn't trying to take it over, and Pelosi denied it. This was all a setup. And they're amplifying it as if it's exactly that. I mean, they don't have enough lies to cover up everything that they've done at this point. So there you go. Who's keeping us safe? Well, Donald Trump was keeping us safe. Who's sending us into war? Who's uh, doing international attacks almost immediately? Who is uh, unleashing all the chaos here across the country, starting things up with Russia? Yeah, it's none other than Joe Biden and his administration. They love this. They love this. And now they're embroiled in scandal. From coast to coast, from California to New York, 550-5500, that's 550-5500, and uh, it was Biden, of course, who's saying, who said, right, uh, I believe he called it the gold standard, if I'm not mistaken. Cuomo. Remember when uh, he called uh, Cuomo the, the gold standard? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll how's get that, that gold, citation. How's yeah. that gold standard uh, going right now? And in fact, this is the way that was referenced. This is how bad it's going for the first 100 days under Joe Biden. I'm telling you right now, folks, they don't want this power. This was Sunday morning, I, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, this yep. Sunday morning. Yeah. You, you, you watched this, right, with Jen Psaki? Yeah. Boy, she's not going to last long. She already looks like she's aged a bunch, um, uh, Rudy. She, she really does, just in a very short I time. I said in period. April. Uh, April. To, uh, another controversy that, that raged this week, uh, Andrew Cuomo uh, under fire for um, allegedly not being transparent uh, and misleading uh, on, on, his, uh, on his, the number of nursing home deaths. In yeah, that's the real scandal. The rest is all red herrings right now. They want you to pay attention. They want to take him down on, this, on the sex stuff. But trust me, the real scandal is the underreporting of the nursing home deaths in New York. That's the real scandal. New York. Uh, last spring, President Biden cited Andrew Cuomo as the gold standard uh, for leadership during the pandemic. Take a listen. 
your governor in New York's done one hell of a job. He, I think he's, he's sort of a gold standard. So now we've seen uh, that Governor Cuomo has allegedly undercounted nursing home deaths, misled legislators in New York, and he called uh, uh, New York Assembly um, in uh, Ron Kim uh, raising questions, um, uh, you know, ba basically um, uh, threatening to destroy him, I think was his actual words. So does President Biden still consider Andrew Cuomo the gold standard when it comes to leadership on the pandemic? Well, John, we work with Governor Cuomo just like we work with governors across the country. He's also chair of the NGA. So uh, he's played an important role uh, in ensuring that we're coordinating closely and getting assistance out to people of his state and to states across the country. And we'll continue to do that. And there, of course, will be a process. The investigations will leave that to others to determine, the appropriate law enforcement authorities to determine uh, how that path is going to move uh, as we look forward. But we are going to continue to work with a range of governors, including, of course, Governor... Blah, Trump. blah, 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 blah. Filibuster, filibuster, filibuster. Jim Blocky. Not just to get through the pandemic, but to get through this difficult economic time. And that's, that's where our focus remains. Uh, she just, I mean, just runs her mouth. She just gets started, and, and she's essentially sort of uh, ready to go. I mean, all of the damage that's happening at this time, the political lives, uh, the political careers that seem to be ending right now it's kind of amazing isn't it though yeah and uh you know some of us have been waiting almost a year for some accountability yeah. and uh <clears throat> nice to see it uh, when it arrives and let's see more of it here in new mexico well here's a uh here's a political career that ended uh, back in the day but he didn't think it ended back in the day he ran for uh senate if i'm not mistaken back in 2018 somebody was kind enough to to fly this one in uh special here for you dowd uh this afternoon take a listen little guy benson uh, back from August of uh, 2016, if I'm not mistaken. You have defended President Obama's executive amnesty action where he basically decided unilaterally that he was going to uh, issue work visas to millions of adult illegal immigrants who are here in the country. Un undocumented, by the way. <laughs> if you use the term illegal immigrants, that is very incendiary with to it, our Hispanic them. population here in this country. Why is that? It I'm just gonna... is. It just is. Just so that you know. Just so that you know and you don't have to use that term. But isn't the term accurate in the, in the sense that they entered the country, they immigrated to the country illegally, so they are... They came into yeah. this country because they couldn't get in legally and the jobs existed. And you or I would have done the same thing. And we're talking about now coming from New Mexico, a population with 40. Where there's just a bunch of Mexicans crawling all over everywhere. Coming from New Mexico, <laughs> where it's Mexican after Mexican, it's very incendiary. We're talking about now coming from New Mexico, a population with 48% Hispanic, how's the crackdown on 11 million undocumented workers going to work out? It's going to be dragging people from their homes. That's how it's going to work out. It's going to be checking your papers house to house. And i got to tell you, what Donald Trump is saying uh. regarding immigration could not be more incendiary. It is insulting to me coming from New Mexico. Isn't it, though, unfair to compare, let's say, everything that Donald Trump's saying to simply using the term illegal immigrant? I mean, if I, if I were in... Undocumented. Okay, that's when your... you go back When you go back decades ago, this was not considered illegal. When you go back decades ago, which involve a lot of these 11 million, it wasn't the same issue as it is today. 
They came over, they were undocumented, they took jobs, they became homeowners, they became fathers, mothers of families. One of the great untold stories right now also is the fact that Obama has deported two million heads of household. He has broken up two million families in this country. But where was that? But just, no, and we'll, we'll move on from this point, but if you enter the country without documentation, is that or is that not an illegal act? Well, you're, you're describing that as something criminal when no, you go back... It's a, it's a pretty simple... The way I asked the question was relatively simple. Is it an illegal act to enter the country in violation of our immigration laws? Technically, yes. There <laughs> you have it. <laughs> Always one of my favorites, right? Uh, yeah, Guy Benson. Uh, good guy. I've uh, had him here in studio some time ago. And uh, there it is. The political careers. Cuomo. Newsom. Well, there was Johnson. There's no libertarian should ever play identity uh, politics, yeah, I will say that. That's a great way to you phrase You can't be that. a libertarian and play identity politics. And then, of course, you've got the Biden administration just talking about the border crisis, saying there is no crisis. I'm sure Gary Johnson would have agreed uh, with that one as well. And it was Donald Trump who was wanting to keep us safe but during that time. When we return, well, we'll get some more uh, great talk. We'll take your calls, but we have to do a little uh, murder mic check-in as well as the killing of a local bill. We have, what, 18 more days of the legislature? Uh, and then I can arrest. <laughs> there you go. Back after a quick break. Winter is here, and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out don't wait to sell and miss out this time home buyers are waiting call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough if 2021 is a year you're going to move up move out or move on time to give us a call hire us the number one real estate team in new mexico call now 448-8888 or on the web welcome home abq.com Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Have you noticed a lot more people are asking you for your recommendation? What's the best place to get a cake for breakfast and brunch? Tacos? Retail? Tell them, theplaceilike.com. It has it all. Eateries, retail, services, entertainment. Theplaceilike.com. 
the cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now. 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or AxiomHVAC.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. Eight five six 1171-856-1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com Alright, time to put things together and we're going to start with the weather looking like a great day today that's going to stick with us tomorrow it'll get a little chilly on Thursday but really not terrible and look at this right now 58 degrees in Los Alamos it is 50, can you believe it? 58 up on the hilltop and it's 59 here at UNM, almost the same at 58 at the Rock of Talk. This is really a great day. Now, as far as wrecks, not a good day. I-40 westbound right before San Mateo. That injury accident has really put you on the brakes all the way back down to Wyoming. It's just a tough drive on that westbound uh, I-40. Southbound on I-25, no fun coming away from now San Mateo Osuna all the way down to Comanche. Drive it into that sun. It's just making it a tough one. Under 40 miles an hour, the entire stretch there. And if your drive takes you on Jefferson to try and get around that, get ready. Before McLeod, you're going to start tapping the brakes. And that's the story all the way to the I-25. Well, this traffic report brought to you by Taco Torte on Central across from the historic Highland Theater. They're still working on their uh, remodel, but i got to tell you, this family of five meal deal. People are enjoying it. You know what? It, it, tonight, it's taco night at Taco Torte. Tonight, Taco Torte. All right. Well, what you're going to get is... One and a half pounds of meat, 12 fresh handmade tortillas, rice, beans, cheese, chips, salsa, and you can see it all by going to tacos.theplaceilike.com. We are up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Uh, ruined this song for me. 
a really bad movie. I think he was like part dog or something. Yeah, it was a, he really ruined that this song? And they said they played this song. Howie, Howie Mandel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy that uh, does one of those game shows and is a germaphobe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Deal or No Deal, I think. Yeah, yeah Deal or No Deal. Okay. I never really watched. He was it. he was a part animal in some movie. Uh, I can't remember. Look at uh, look it up. Walk like a man. I don't know. Back in the day, but back in '63, the Four Seasons being the first group to have three consecutive number one hits. Walk Like a Man started that three-week run at the top. So uh, there you go. A little walk, a little music action here. Not not too much music uh, this afternoon. Walk Like a Man, wasn't it? 1987, Howie Mandel. Was wasn't yeah. he like part dog or something? Uh, Harry Shand goes to Alaska to search for gold and find his fortune. While there, <laughs> his spoiled brat of a son, Reggie, gets mad that he has to work for money. What further angers him is the fact that he has to share the dog sled with his two-year-old brother, Robert, nicknamed Bobo. Reggie <laughs> decides to take... Oh, I, so well. read this slower now. <laughs> this is when we need uh, your slower Ooh. emphasis. Uh, okay, it's, Reggie is the son of a guy who goes to Alaska to search for gold. Okay, Reggie decides to take matters into his own hands yes. and pushes the toddler off the sled, his two-year-old brother, Robert, <laughs> Leaving him to die in the wintry Klondike wilderness. So we're starting off on a really happy note. But wait, there's more. This is a, this is a dog story like no other. This might be your theme song, I doubt it, being the dog lover that you are. Um, okay. Uh, some 20 years later. Let me see. Is this a golden retriever? It's not a golden retriever. Okay. No. Uh, some 20 years later. Yes. Henry has died. That's the father. Yes. Giving Reggie, the bratty son, a large inheritance of $30 million. Reggie foolishly spends it within a year, causing his new bride, Rhonda, to become an angry alcoholic. <laughs> okay, oh boy, taking some turns. As they have gone broke and had to move back in with Reggie's mother, okay. Margaret. All right. Margaret has gone insane since Bobo's disappearance. That's yeah. the younger brother, I 20, guess. 20 years prior. And Henry's death, the, the, the father of the husband, and now has spent much of the family's fortune on buying homes for, you guessed it, stray cats. Meanwhile, a biologist named Penny arrives from Alaska, claiming to have found Bobo alive and well. <laughs> they discover that Bobo, this was the two-year-old, I believe, pushed off the dog sled, right. has been raised by timber wolves, there you go. causing him to sniff everyone's rear ends, yes. greet people by licking their faces, run on all fours, eat with his mouth rather than using flatware, growl and bark, Chew on yes. shoes there you go. and run through fresh cement while chasing cats or fire trucks. Howie Mandale for about uh, an hour and 40 minutes uh, acting like a dog. And the whole movie is called Walk Like a Man. Yeah, he, uh, Christopher Lloyd? Yes. Cloris Leachman? Okay. What year was this? 87. The, one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my entire life. How did they Watching. ever get that treatment through in Hollywood? They, they got it through because it was actually somewhat popular. I don't think it was a... Uh, uh, a, a terribly bad grossing film probably took ten million to make, and it probably made thirty mil, forty mil. Wow. What, did it, what did it gross? The audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is fifty one percent. Oh wow! There is no uh, critic score because critics refuse to review it. That's <laughs> never, go. never a go. good sign. Uh, let me see box office. Yeah, uh, I would say that it was kind of a bomb. Uh, yeah. It cleared four hundred and sixty. Million? No, four hundred sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> Even at eighty-seven, that's not much money for a movie. To, uh, straight to the home box office. Yeah, direct right. to video. <laughs> what did it cost? Five, ten million to make? Uh, no, no budget here. Uh, uh, well, you know, might have literally had no budget. It was Howie Mandel back in the day. Just some guys trying to capitalize on what's happened, and people would have watched it. Before. That was a long fall from Saint Elsewhere, one of the most mm. revered shows of all time. 
that Howie was on to Walk yeah. Like a Man. Well, you can either go by way of Glory, uh, I think also filmed and, and, and run out in 1987, and Denzel Washington, St. Elsewhere, Good or point. going the other way, uh, yep. Yep. Howie Mandel, who probably never was in a notable movie after that. I can't think of one. Uh, read uh, Howie Mandel's uh, list. Uh, uh, Glory was two years later in in eighty seven. Uh, okay. Of course, very very well received. Well, I thought uh, I thought Walk Like a Man was eighty seven. Uh, uh, eighty nine. I'm sorry. Oh, Glory, Glory was eighty nine. Uh, yeah, Howie. Let's look at the filmography for Howie. Yeah, just uh, just some random trivia here there for you folks. It's it's bad before we get to. We're he just was, trying to do a, a, avoid everything to get to Murder Mike. He uh, was in the movie Gas in nineteen eighty one. Yes. Nobody saw it. The Funny Farm, 1983. Nobody saw that. Gremlins in 84 as really? the voice of Gizmo. Oh. Oh, wow. That that was his breakout movie. Uh, A Fine Mess, 1986. Uh, one of those... Uh, Blake Edwards, yeah, Ted Danson. Yeah, one of those uh, the movies that you constantly pass by and you eventually got. Uh, our Beloved I Walk Like a Man, uh, the following 87. year, 87. Little yeah. Monsters in 89, the same year uh, uh, Denzel was in. Uh, Gizmo again, the voice in Gremlins 2. Has he made anything in the last 10 years? Uh, last 10 years. This is painful. As painful uh, as this is to hear, it was, his career is even more painful. But somehow he made it uh, big. I can't imagine that guy has a net worth that's very high. Only film that seems to have been made in the last decade is Killing Hasselhoff. An oh. action comedy film starring Ken Jeong and David Hasselhoff. Oh. It was released straight to DVD yeah. and earned very little money. Okay. There we go. Poor Howie. The uh, the life of uh, but one that of the deal or no deal money. I'm sure he cashed one in. One of the most. That. I mean, and he was not very effective with that. Oh yeah, I never watched an episode. It was not yeah. yeah. The girls were pretty, right? Wasn't a Meghan Markle one of those? Deal or no deal, setting up that drama. Well, let's let's get in with uh, Murder Mike. Let's check in what uh, on the full moons. We should refer to him as a full moon, Mike. Uh, we had a full moon over the weekend. Oh, I like this new setup. What are you going to do, Bad Boys, Bad Boys? I think Bad Boys. Uh, when was that released, uh, by the way? That, that must have been about 87. Everything bad came out, including the Bad Boys. We got uh, Murder Mike. Murder Mike, uh, thanks for joining us here this afternoon. And Akiva, how are you? I'm doing good, Eddie. I'm, uh, uh, we're having a little action happening. As we speak, um, uh, we had a almost an active shooter at Zuni and Virginia. There was a Hispanic male locked and loaded on a gun, pointing it at passing motorists, and the officers were uh, ready to take him out. Uh, he put the gun away, put it in his in his back, and walked away. And now, right now, it's kind of like a standoff. So right now, Zuni and, and Virginia is not the uh, is would be a good place to avoid because this is going on as we speak. I've been listening to the scanner all the way up to airtime. So. Well, the way that you describe it, it sounds like the one place we need to go. I mean, you're so excited about what's happening in the city. <laughs> just oh, the difference. The difference between what we report here and what you hear everyplace else. So, you know, Action City going on. What's been happening in the last uh, 24 hours and hopefully you can keep us abreast of what's happening. Uh, uh, Mike sells the, he's, he sells the sizzle of the crime out there. Uh, Murder Mike. What else is going on? Actually, you know what? It has been a very, very quiet evening and oh, a, a okay. quiet day. No homicides. We're still sitting at That's 20. That's great. That's great. Let's sit at 20 for the next year. I'm fine with that, too. I'd like to see that. I would like to see that number stay as low as we can. I mean, there, uh, I know there was at least three or four shootings in the last seven days. Maybe one of them 
might go south. Let's hope not, but one of them might go south, and that would make it the homicide rate up. But right now, we're still sitting at 20. Um, other than that, it's been quiet. We had a bomb scare this morning around 10 o'clock in Chile Plaza. Somebody spotted a suspicious package there, and um, they disarmed it. They rendered it safe and removed it, so that, that was about that. But like around between 9.30 and, say, quarter to 11, uh, 4th, Copper tears all around in there, which is all locked down with uh, APD. So that's that's if you were wondering what was going on, that's what it was. So they they picked it up, and got it out of there. Other than that, it's been quiet. I had one thing happen, and it's not really an incident, but it was a, a child that was locked in a car for about a half an hour. Oh, right? that's really bad. I you know the children and dogs in cars, and especially when it's hot, uh, that's that's my nightmare right there. That is, and it, it, uh, I checked uh, at the time it was. Uh, it happened. It happened at three uh, thirty this afternoon. Okay. The temperature was sixty-one yep. degrees, and he had been in the car for twenty minutes. Papa Lock had an ETA of twenty minutes, so fire department was there getting ready to bust it out. The child was not in duress, but it was still. Do the math: sixty-one degrees outside temperature. Inside temperature is probably another 10 or 15 degrees. Well, so, for that time, there's actually a calculator. You can look it up online, Dowd. Oh, really? The amount of time, and I know uh, this will get uh, Dowd's fancy, the amount of time or how hot it gets in a vehicle based upon the outside temperature and time in vehicle, uh, you can look that up. So uh, I would probably guess it would be right around 75 to 78 degrees. Uh, it's called the Omni calculator? That sounds uh, right. No, it's a calculator that will uh, make the determination if it's, you know, 100 degrees outside, a dog locked in the car will take, you know, take 20 minutes to get to 103 degrees or something along those lines. That's why it's so incredibly dangerous. Well, Werner, my, need, uh, yes, sir. I was just going to say, we need to, it's, I know springtime is coming, so, you know, like you said, that uh, people need to remember, do not take your dogs and uh, leave them in the car or your children in the car, because it's getting warm, get in the habit of getting out of doing that. Now, every summer, it, it happens, I hear the calls like that. All right. And the dress, so that's well, I appreciate the, uh, the safety tip there, Mike. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, thank you, Eddie. Yeah, Adam. right. And uh, keep an eye on uh, what else is is happening out there on the streets. Zuni in Virginia, active shooter situation. Looks like the uh, APD has that uh, contained. You can also listen to our scanner. That's directly on our app at uh, abq.fm. We got taken offline just for a uh, moment on our Apple uh, app. Uh, Dowd, what'd you find? Um, yes, there is something called the Omni uh, calculator okay. uh, by the Nuclear Institute for Nuclear Physics. My goodness, and over in the UK, there's also I think an Insti Institute for Childhood Preparedness yeah. calculator. There's an American Veterinary Medical Association calculator online. So there's a lot of tools out there. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking of one very specifically. I'll find it. We'll send it to you. We'll stick it in our blast for tomorrow, or actually our show wrap, so you'll have that. And well, for example, for the, the, the veterinary, they say if the outside air temperature is, say, 85 degrees and the, you know, the animal is locked in for oh, one hour, it gets up to 128. Go. I mean, that's from 85 to 128. That's a big gain. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. And you didn't know that existed before? Oh, I'm curious. I, I, don't, awesome. I don't make those kind of mistakes. I make uh, other kinds of mistakes. <laughs> Alright, let's kill a bill. Here we go. D-Dowd Muscat. Nailed it this time. Now, beautiful. There we go. Now we'll I'll nail it every time going forward. Well, we are uh, we're going out, we're going Republican hunting today, ladies. Oh and wow, wow, um, rabbits, rabbits. We we normally focus on the left, and we're right to focus on the left, or proper and correct to focus on the left. This is uh, what I call sort of capitulation. Um, oh, okay. You, you know this movement toward forcing 
at the city level, at the county level, at the state level, forcing employers to provide uh, a whole raft of benefits that some currently provide and some don't. They don't want to give innovators, entrepreneurs, small businesses the option to negotiate the terms of employment with their own uh, employees. And, of course, as an employee, you are a vendor of your labor services. We're all entrepreneurs, whether we understand it or not. We're all entrepreneurs. You cannot take a job if you don't think the benefit package is, is appropriate. So the Republicans, I guess, have been shamed into this. And when you, when, whenever you're talking about an ideological fight, a political fight, folks, you don't want to accept the central premise of your opponent. You don't want to say, oh, we want that too. You're absolutely right to want that. But we just want to do it in a different way. Um, if the premise is flawed, you take them on on fundamental principles. And this is not something that four Republicans are willing to do in the House. They have drafted a bill called HB 134. We have Joshua Hernandez, Randall Pettigrew, Rebecca Dow, T. Ryan Lane, and I'm sorry, it was five Republicans, Jane Powdrell Culbert. Um, they call it... <clears throat> The Family-Friendly Workplace Incentive Program, okay, takes $9 million of your money, hands it over to the Department of Workforce Solutions, uh, that is run by Bill McCamley, a man who we don't really have never been able to confirm has ever had a full-time job, uh, to establish the Family-Friendly Workplace Incentive Program. Purpose of that program, again, starting off with a $9 million appropriation, is to, quote, encourage small business employers to adopt and implement family-friendly workplace policies, including, you guessed it, paid leave, health support, flexible work schedules, and economic support. Uh, the bill creates a new fund, the Family-Friendly work, Workplace Fund in the state treasury. It will The money flowing into that will consist of appropriations, gifts, grants, donations, yada, yada, yada. Basically, they want to carve out a tax benefit for businesses that agree to what the left, and of course you're going to have left-wing bureaucrats in Santa Fe deciding what and is and what is not family-friendly. Hmm. Uh, and then you have to submit your paperwork to get this tax credit, and you have to be approved by the bureaucrats. Okay, let's slow down a little bit here. So what you're telling me, in order for me to get the credit, uh, they, the government, gets to make the determination on how friendly, yep. quote-unquote friendly I am. Indeed. And the level of friendliness will determine how much of a tax credit I'll get? Yes. How is that even uh, anywhere close to being a free market Republican idea? It's a horrible idea. And in fact, I'm looking at the bill language right now. It doesn't define any of these terms, you know, paid leave, family friendly, all that stuff. That's going to, where they're going to hand that all to the bureaucrats. And like the example we had yesterday, giving $10 million to bureaucrats in the Department of Health to give out to organizations to fight violence. They're going to give it all to anti-gun groups. This is the you know? Oprah Winfrey audience uh, bill. <laughs> Essentially. Very good. You know, yes. uh, let's just, you get a car, you yes. get a car, you get a car. <laughs> yes. uh, depending upon how much asset you're going to kiss of the government, that will determine how much of a credit that you're going to give, how much we like. And, and again, this is the Republicans accepting the premise that it is government's role yes. responding to activists mm. to determine how workplace relations should exist between mm. employer and employee, rather than saying, we have a free market in labor services, you are allowed to peddle your skill set to any employer at any compensation level you and your employer agree yeah, no, to. No That's floor. freedom, ladies and gentlemen. That's America. That's freedom. I know we don't believe it in America anymore, but some of us still believe in it. That's freedom. No floor, no ceiling. There shouldn't yep. be any minimum wage. Uh, I don't know why. Where did we come up with this idea of minimum wage? Do you know well, where it originated from? Hmm. I don't. The feds back in the 30s with the first federal really? minimum wage. Yeah, well, yeah. And what, yeah. what was the... There's no economic rationale. Not to run a business and certainly not for an employer. Like, if you're not going to pay me this much, I ain't going to work for you. And I know you need to get the job done. You know? I mean, the moment that you set a floor... It's like, why won't you take that? Because I know that eventually <laughs> right. I can bargain you down to that. 
and I'll take anything. So what you're doing is you're creating this floor for desperate people that are never going to get beyond that desperation because they're going to be married to that wage. If you could teach one thing above all else to young people in this country, I don't care if they're 6 or 8 or 10 or 12 years old, you have to teach them whether you understand it or not. You are an entrepreneur. You are selling your labor services in the workplace. The more you, acqu- the more knowledge you acquire, the more skills you acquire, the more compensation you're going to have. Uh, so this idea that uh, it's all it's all an ex- exploitative relationship, whoa, whoa. and the employer wants to screw you over. The employer wants skilled people. They really look for skilled people. What dreamland so, are you living? Yeah, in? Yeah, I know that. What, we can't, what we can't world did you just <laughs> describe? It is not a world that exists no. anymore. I, I love the way. I mean, the happy optimism there of Dad Musk. <laughs> I said, the, if the, we can teach the it. more la- the the more skills you acquire, the yes. more education you acquire. The more all these things, the higher your pay is going to be. Generally, how it works. How many times have we seen? No, you know, you know who makes the most amount of money? Risk takers. That's that's a big Risk part of it. Takers. Sure, that's true. And people who have original ideas and know how to protect them. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? Yep. And tough negotiators. People who won't take no for an answer. By and large, people who are salespeople. Oh yeah. You get what you no not earn. You get what you. As we always said when we were learning sales, you get what you negotiate. Mm-hmm. What you're willing to accept, that's your fault. Right, right, right. If that's what you took, don't take it and then all of a sudden turn around and then complain about the fact that you took it. You're the one who decided to took it. Nobody mm-hmm. held a mm-hmm. gun to your head. Mm-hmm. Well, until you decided to go with the government. You said, well, this is the uh, mandatory minimum wage. You know what's going to happen with minimum wage? Just to scare you. If you're a no-skills worker who goes out there and you take that minimum wage... You will never make more than what that minimum wage is going to be, and eventually you will be enslaved yeah. by that by that wage. Yeah. And there's going to be no possible way we're ever going to be if we go to fifteen dollars across the country, which I believe what was that guy that I brought up, the progressive capitalist. Oh, yeah. If we go through <laughs> yeah. that through the through the rest of the country on this national minimum wage, you will have the weirdest fluctuations in economics that you have ever seen ever. Yeah. I mean, it will, things won't make sense anymore. You're going to have these huge bubbles in some states and these huge, unbelievable, like here, the separation between the people who have and have not will increase dramatically the amount of weight that you're going to put on the government because now they're going to have to take care of people because businesses are going to say, I'm going to hire someone. I'm going to hire one person now to do two jobs instead of doing one person for one job. Yeah, yeah, well, I just don't need to any longer. People will think about their own business very differently because the costs are the cost. And the other thing that's really bad about minimum wages, you're forcing an ask, which is not market. This is the best argument against minimum wage that I can possibly make. When you force a minimum wage on any business, no matter what it is, one penny to $30, it doesn't matter what it is, you are forcing them to build in an ask on the market of what they have to sell, what they have to market, whatever they have to do, because they have to build that ultimately into their cost. Mm-hmm. You see it happen all the time. Suddenly you're like looking at this menu and you're like, why is the combination plate $20? Yep. What world are we living in where there's a combination plate for $20? <laughs> you know, oh, we've got to pay the cook in the back $15. we got to pay the, the waiter $15. We gotta pay, oh, and the waiter can't work and make any more than those $15, even though he was used to on a shift for lunch making $100, $150. Now the most that he can make it over three hours is going to be 45 bucks. You think that waiter is going to continue to do that? So you change the ask, the price that they're willing to ask, or what they're doing to actually increase. Or if you make it artificially low, then you force everybody to go ahead and take that wage and you force everybody to go to the lowest common denominator because you built in a fact 
in every single person's business, and you can't do that. Nobody should know ancient Chinese secret what everybody else is paying for that. All they should know is, hey, I guess I must not be paying enough because Hector or George or, you know, Mr. Hernandez over here didn't decide to take that job at the end of the day because apparently I'm not paying enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not able to get done what That's I... a market do. signal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, if people are unwilling to work for you, that is the strongest argument uh, that you can make that you're not paying enough uh, in your own business. But so. uh, back to this bill. The, yes. the Family Friendly Workforce Sorry. Incentive Program... Uh, you and I could go on minimum wage for hours. I know. Uh, uh, and uh, when you're young, ladies and gentlemen, you pay your dues. That's when you get your skills cultivation. You don't. You should not be making a, a, a salary to support a family when you're 18, 19, or just out of college. You don't. You're not offering an employer much. You're young and you're stupid and you're inexperienced. But going back to uh, the family-friendly work, this is so Republicans can say on the campaign trail. And I know exactly what this is because I've studied these people for 30 years. Their their opponents will say in election time, you voted against paid leave for the good, hard-working people of New Mexico. And now the Republicans can say, oh, no, we had a separate bill. It was more of an incentive program. We, right. we, we believe this, too. Don't accept the premise. You already lose the fight when you accept the premise of your opponent. Never do it. And this is a wonderful example of uh, cuck mangina republicanism. Whoa, hey, oh, wow. C-U-C-K. Cuckolding. Uh, cuck mangina republicanism. We're going to get you state. out. It's time to open up the bars and get oh. you uh, circulating throughout there. And uh, going to go have a beer there, D-Dowd Buscott. Yeah, kill there this bill, go. ladies and gentlemen. It is HB 134. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva. And then we'll wrap the hour, take your calls and texts as well. Thanks, everybody, for listening. AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and Rock of Talk TV. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcast, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. The best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. 
sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Make us godly again.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and am1600 kiva. The Kiva here in Albuquerque. All right, here we go putting things together, starting with the weather. Good-looking day today. It really was 58 degrees right now at Taylor Ranch. Clear skies in Harris at 52. 58 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, this problem is really tough. I-40 westbound right before San Mateo. While the accident is still trying to clear to the right shoulder and get all the debris out of the roadway, it's bumper to bumper now. It's getting a little better. I mean, from Louisiana, the worst of it is from Louisiana to San Mateo. That's going to cost you about 10 extra minutes as you make your way towards the west side. Again, police activity, Zuni and Virginia, stay away from that part of the International District. And on Paseo Westbound, you're going to start tapping the brakes second. You won't get the pedal back with the gas pedal till about Coors Road. All right, this traffic report. Brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. These people really want to help the folks. They do. Meal preparation, mobile assistance, household services. Just great people at Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. And they accept insurance as well as pay clients. Come on in. Get get a hold of them online by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date. Now back to the Rock of Talk. I really like that. You like that song. It's got him going. <laughs> And I think the other one was, I didn't know George Michael was gay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that. Was that uh, a yeah. quote from the 80s or the 90s? <laughs> In the 80s, we were a little little clueless. The yeah. Dolphin Shores should have given it away, I think. Yeah. But The name of their album was called Make It Big. Yeah, there it is. I wonder what they were referring to there. George Michael, Andrew Ridge, I loved them. I thought they were great. They I got loved the, the, the uh, you know, uh, Choose Life. I uh, would certainly like to see more of that. Uh, 
you know, reaching out to the uh, Democrat Party over there. There, there was uh, three week run number one. Mm-hmm. Make it big. There it is. Uh, the jitterbug. Uh, wake me up before you go go. Uh, I always like uh, freedom. I thought that was a yeah. really good song. Last Christmas. Father uh, figure was good. We, have, we always have to go. We have to end everything with George Michael last <laughs> last Christmas, don't we? <laughs> we do. Yeah, when he went uh, separate way, his own separate ways, and. He started doing his own little solo tour. I think I like that uh, a lot better than uh, the Wham stuff. The Wham, they, they just make one or two albums. One. Just one. Are you sure? I'm almost positive, I would yeah. bet they made two albums. I think they got uh, called out on the first one, and I think that was the end of it. Called out? What is that, Rudy? What is well, that? What just because they weren't, yeah, they just were not... Uh, the, oh, the lip syncing and that kind Rudy, of thing. Lip syncing. Oh. Uh, Los, uh, Los Angeles Unified School District introducing the quote unquote daily pass to school. Oh, something uh, tells me I think that we should read this or or at least play this. This is this is good. People are on uh, Wham! Fantastic! Wow, uh, you guys. Uh, three studio albums, three compilation oh, albums, four video albums, yeah. 13 music videos, 12 singles, two remix albums, Ready? and one Where documentary video. I must you? be mixing them up with somebody else. Who uh, was the group that got caught for the... Uh, oh, Billy Vanilli. Uh, oh, there you go. Sorry. Girl, Mix you them up. know it's true. I blew it. I blew it. Robin uh, Fab. Maddie, minimum wage, <laughs> open borders, regulation, higher energy rates, all designed to destroy the middle class. Ensures no person can ascend to threaten their power. Very good, Melvin. Uh, also coming in, uh, Biden budget pick and irritated Tandon. Uh, big news of the hour drops out of the nomination process. What a shame! Will that also also help uh, help uh, happen to uh, Deborah Holland? Uh, how were you ever a Democrat? Your economic theory itself screams conservative. Ex minimum wage. Can you please explain this to me to us? How am I against minimum wage? I just believe um you know of <laughs> what is that uh, old commercial? They used to play during the 80s. I, I feel like it was uh, Mortimer or whatever, uh, Trading Places. Um, how do they make that money? They earn it. What isn't that? EF Hunt, I think. I don't think it was EF. EF Hunt was people talk, they listen. Uh, something about they earn it. I just believe that people should be paid more and they should they get, you know, if you do something for free, right, you deserve to get paid nothing for it because you accepted the idea that you would take nothing for doing that job. Smith Barney. Smith and Barney. John uh, Hausman, yes, the voice. Well, they, that there it was. There, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. That's why you're the Dow 3000. It doesn't, sometimes the Dow 3000, he's wearing the tent shirt today, by the way. Right. Uh, and he keep letting this minimum wage fiasco go, and you will end up with general builders who I have a GB98 license making the same as grocery bigger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, Matt, uh, right away on a Smith and uh, Smith Barney. Okay, okay, just a suggestion. Uh, I got this long write-up. Hi, Eddie. Regarding the uh, murder mics... Oh, I'm going to have to save this until after the top of the hour. Let's check it, and we'll bring it back uh, very early. Thanks, everybody, for listening here in the Kiva. Two minutes. We'll bring it back immediately. We'll continue with your text. We've got uh, pretty much a full third hour. Lots still to get to. Um, a couple other birthdays to celebrate uh, as well. You'll um, hear that during the uh, music uh, intro into the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Back in two. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. President Biden says a new partnership will ensure there's enough COVID vaccine for every adult in America by the end of May. Johnson & Johnson and Merck 
will work together to expand the production of Johnson & Johnson's vaccine. And the president said his challenge to all states, territories, and the District of Columbia is he wants every educator, school staff member, and child care worker to get at least one shot by the end of this month so that children can return to in-person school in Texas. It is now time to open Texas 100 Texas Governor Greg Abbott made the announcement of rolling back COVID-19 restrictions at a Mexican restaurant. He says so many businesses have been hurt by the coronavirus. Too many Texans have been sidelined from employment opportunities. He defended the timing, saying vaccinations are increasing and Texans know how to protect themselves. Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo isn't pleased, saying her county has worked hard to mitigate the spread. By wearing our face coverings, by avoiding gatherings, by avoiding crowded places. Rob Dawson, Fox News. The president's paid to leave the Office of Management and Budget. Neera Tandon has withdrawn her nomination as she faces opposition from key Senate Democrats and Republicans for her controversial tweets. She did apologize for them during a confirmation hearing. President Biden in a statement said he looks forward to her serving in his administration in another role. Thirteen people were killed when an SUV carrying 25 people crashed into a semi on a Southern California highway. Some of the victims were, were ejected from the vehicle. There were some walking wounded that, that pulled themselves out of the vehicles. CHP Chief Omar Watson, the National Transportation Safety Board, will investigate the cause of the crash. America is listening to Fox News. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Good-looking day today, and that's going to carry into tomorrow. Thursday will be our questionable day where we're going to lose a few temp uh, degrees, but it will get better once we get back to Friday and into the weekend. I can tell you right now, in Rio Rancho, it is 58 degrees, Knob Hill 57, and 58 here at the Rock of Talk. Getting into Rio Rancho is going to be a bit of a struggle, no matter how you try and uh, uh, slice this one. Alameda westbound right off of I-25, very slow. Westbound all the way to Jefferson. And then up ahead, right around, looks like Rio Grande Boulevard, you're going to start hitting the brakes again. Very slow trip into Corrales. Paseo del Norte, I think, is part of the reason for that. It's been slow this afternoon. Westbound on Paseo from 2nd Street all the way up to Coors Boulevard. The word got out, and all of a sudden people started uh, scattering over to Alameda. Don't forget our accident, I-40 Westbound, right before San Mateo. While they clean that up, we're clean back to Louisiana with stop-and-go traffic. And this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza on Southern in Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe always treats you special. Probably the cleanest salon and spa in all of Rio Rancho. No kidding. You go to their website. They'll show you everything they've done to make this a really safe environment. Hence, it's also a very fun environment. George and Janice make sure you always leave feeling fully satisfied. Salon Deluxe treats you special. Make an appointment at salondeluxe.com. We're up to date now. Let's go back to the Rock of Talk. For you! No! You think we can make a better video than these guys? Yeah! Yeah! Then why don't we take their cameras and make our own fun movie video? Like camera action! <laughs> how, how, how old is that video? While well, Sam Kennison was still alive, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Early 80s. I feel like Beavis and Butthead when this comes up. Richie Sambora. I had, yeah, I forgot about that. He was mother, uh, married to uh, 
That crazy woman. Heather Locklear, uh, Heather Locklear right? Oh. Uh, whatever happened to Heather Locklear? She had, boy, when the looks went, her life. Yeah, she was a, she was like leading up that cast in the late 80s. Uh, Melrose Place. Melrose Place, yeah, that's right. That was the last she, one. She lost it. And then she did a cop show. Oh, did she? She Wait, was a cop. Before that. Yeah, I think. Oh, uh, uh, T.J. Hooker. Yeah. yeah. There you go. She's had a rough like ten, fifteen years, like in and out of. I think more than that. Yeah, yeah. Check, check on her. See how I, she. I will. See how. Uh, see how the. She was an eighties uh, icon. Uh, yeah, re- truly. I mean, uh, it was nothing but bombshell blondes, and uh, she certainly led the way. Richie Sambora was all over that. John Bon Jovi, the reason why we're playing that bad medicine and that bad music. I, oh, sorry to mean to. I, I never liked Richie Sambora. I don't know what it was about him. Uh, it's never good when your Wikipedia entry uh, in the table contest contents has. Health and legal troubles as one of the listings. <laughs> uh, I, 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 even I wouldn't have that in my Wikipedia entry. So yeah. Yeah. What, what, what went wrong there? Richie Sambora and Heather Locklear. What? Who got the better of that? I tell you, uh, this will be the rest good. of the show. Yeah, uh, I, I guess really it did. all started in, in March 20, 2008. Yeah. Nine one one call. Yeah. Uh, 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 her doctor said she was trying to commit suicide, oh, and it just no. went on from there. Forty three. Uh, checked into a medical facility later Ooh. that year Ooh. Uh, in Arizona for psychological ailments. Ouch. Uh, uh, sister called 911 on uh, her behalf four years later. Dang. February 18th, arrested for domestic violence and battery against a police officer. Wow. <sighs> what happened? Uh, looks like the last thing she... Her last bit of trouble was August 2019 when she pleaded no contest to charges stemming from an arrest. Tell you what. The sentence is 30 days. I'll, tell you, mental health I'll tell you what happened to uh, Heather Locklear. A little bad medicine, baby. If that's what happened. Yeah, Stan Moore was serving that up. Uh, John Bon Jovi, just a hair under. Oh, there he is. Look at him. I mean, he's more girly than Heather Locklear was. <laughs> yes. I mean, he would really. I mean, the winking. Some of those the guys. Long, the makeup, the, the scarves. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm more of an Aerosmith. That seemed even more manly. Even as, as crazy as Steven Tyler is, at least he comes off way more manly and better music than anything Bon Jovi ever put together. And I don't think here's I'm, just to be absolutely fair to all all the bands out there. There's uh, two bands that could never be considered classic anything. They're so well framed within their era that their music died in that era. Nobody plays it unless you're like in a bowling alley in some podunk town in you know Midwestern Missouri. It's like nobody's nobody's ever playing it like this music. No one's playing bad medicine. No one's playing poison. No right. one's playing this. No one's playing rat. Right? Yeah, no one's playing rat. No one's oh. playing any of this song. Yep. You know, what, what they are playing is they're definitely playing a lot of Aerosmith, uh, some Queen. Those were more girly, yet more manly and more classic than any music that has really been out there. So, anyway, I don't know why I'm getting all worked up about 80s music. We wish Heather Locklear well. Um, do you think the news agencies have already written her epitaph? Ooh. There's no doubt they have, right? The tragic life of Heather Locklear. You, you know, top wait, wait, of the hour news. Let me check her age. She's uh, fifty-nine, ooh, probably fifty-nine. Yeah. Yep. There we go. All right. Russ Feingold, sixty-eight today. Nobody remembers him. One of the only Daniel Craig uh, voted against the Patriot Act. For the record, Russ Feingold, Democrat, oh, wow. liberal, but voted against the Patriot Act. John Irving, seventy-nine years of age. Uh, I've got a couple of other. Oh, uh, by the way, you 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 guys know how I feel about this. So, Anne Margaret, you guys saw that yesterday. Uh, guess who? Guess who turns forty today? One of your favorites. <laughs> <laughs> you like her, uh, Dal- uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yep. I, I even like her name. I mean, I don't know what. It, what is it? Uh, she's on Jurassic Park. Whatever. Yep. I don't know what it is. 
Ben uh, Roethlisberger, uh, a bad man in a woman's bathroom at one once upon a time. He had 39. Yep. 39 today. And uh, uh, that's it. That's all the... Missande. Missande for our GOT people out there. She's 32. Our beloved Missande who was who? beheaded by Cersei and her head was dropped off the uh, the, the, the gate of King's Landing. What? Game of Thrones. Nathalie uh, Emmanuel. Uh, yes. uh, uh, very uh, beautiful. And who happens to be a, a woman of color. Please, but I'm racist, no. so I can't think she's beautiful, right? Because I'm, I'm a big racist. Anyway, she's beautiful. Are you beautiful. one of those Game of Thrones GOT uh, guys? came to it very late. Um, Thank God. The greatest political speech in all of history uh, emanated from Game of Thrones. I'll send you the link. We can play what it tomorrow. What is it about the people who liked this show? <laughs> It Seriously. was really good until the final season. That's that's what it was. was like the final three seasons. <laughs> it was it was bad. The last season was bad. I watched like the opening scene of the first episode, and ten minutes in, I'm like, "Get me out of here! I'm done." I will send you the link tonight, and you will love this speech. It is so good, so good. Will it will it have like I don't know wizards, warlocks? It's from a, no, huge two uh, political operators uh, uh, discussing things. I just can't stand that stuff. Yeah. It just drives me nuts. Okay, call you in the Kiva. Go ahead, hour three. Evening, gentlemen. This is Dave. Dave. I know, I know I'm a one and done with you, so I got a few points. And one starts with a question: What what band never opened for Poison? What band never opened for Poison? There were thousands of them. You too never opened for Poison. I don't know. <laughs> okay, you were just mentioning the other one because if you put the two together, it sounds like something talks. Rat poison. Rat poison. Oh, wow, there we go. Good one, Dave. Let's see where you went there. That's Eddie's stuff. That's a good there. name for a band. Good stuff. Good yeah, that was Thank you, Dave. Remember. It was a joke back in the day. Right. Uh, God. Boy, two bands that uh, nobody listens to. Where are those rim shots? Yeah, we got the... Uh, yeah, there we go. Real zinger. Thanks, Dave. Uh, you had a few yeah. points. You just lost one of them. Now you're down to two, so you have one left. There you go. That's the math. Go ahead. Well, I understand that Romney got a uh, Harry Reid over the weekend. Beat up, yeah, or fell down or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, so he says. Karma's, karma's, a, uh, karma's a bee, isn't it? Yeah, it's got the itch on the other side of it. Yeah. yeah. And Appreciate got, that. Uh, uh, you know, Dave, you and I should go on tour around all the uh, local closed comedy tours, so we'll get uh, lots of fans, as many fans as we got before. There you go. <laughs> I hope you're joking, right? <laughs> hey, I'm a comedian 24-7. All right, last point, Dave. Come on. Uh, Dave, Dave, Dave plays to the crowd uh, that uh, is, has, he gone, it, has, he? has gone silent. He really does. He's uh, What's that uh, straight guy, the the uh, the deadpan delivery who continually just delivers one joke after another? Oh, Bob Newhart. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. He was funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, I had two other things, but one's probably one's more of a fun thing. Okay, yeah, you don't. They, the, each point does not need an introduction. You just roll from one to the other. Keep going, Dave. Okay. Well, the fun thing is uh, the Democrats ought to have a uh, theme song. Harkening back to last week, it's okay. Our point. Okay. It is. Uh, <sighs> might as well face that you're addicted to love. Mm-hmm. They're addicted to power, but the preamble to that is the lights are on, but you're not home. Your mind is not your own. Okay. Sounds, yeah. sounds like a lot. It sounds like the Democrats. Dave, you're saying. putting a lot of work late nights uh, putting this thing together. Well, I, went into this. I think we got to yeah, like, like this. You and you and Mike Klassen, uh, we're going to have a uh, deadpan Dave and murder Mike. Uh, it's okay. Uh, final point. Uh, I let you go through it just. Just because I'm feeling bad for you at this point. But uh, go ahead, finish up. Wrap it up, buddy. All right, real good. 
Okay, uh, the most recent thing I've been hearing out of the Democrats came across OAN. They're trying to do everything they can to do a Weimar Republic on the United States and print money to no end where they're going to end up having to take wheelbarrows of money to go and get a loaf of bread. All this whole talk about universal basic income, extended unemployment, and all that stuff, and with the way they're trying to push this kind of a race war thingy, it sounds like they're trying to do a Robert Mugabe version of Zimbabwe here in the United States. We're going to kill off these people. We're going to take all their assets. We're going to turn this into a utopia. And guess what happens when the people who are farming the land don't know how to farm? Tell me. The whole thing fails. Well, I'll tell you this much. They'll have to print money again because they don't have to print money. They just add the zeros to your universal DBT or debit card that, that you're going to be state-issued, and it doesn't matter how much they go or much money they have. They don't have to print anything. Uh, there's no longer dollars that are going to be worth it, and dollars aren't going to be the staple. And uh, you see metals uh, continue to increase. Uh, cryptocurrency, I don't know what massive amount that that's up to right now, but uh, all the money is funny at this point, including the additional $1.9 trillion uh, plus, that's going to be coming out onto the market. Dave, I appreciate uh, Deadpan Dave, and uh, we got Showkiller also a uh, part of that. I, I, you want one, point one five? Is, you want one more point, Dave? You're really milking. I'm going to make you pay me next. What? What is it? <laughs> uh, you think I'm kidding? Money, actually, trying to build, put up buildings, and the cost of steel, the stuff that's coming out of Mexico, because they basically shut down most of the mills here in the United States already because of carbon crap. They're stopping because the price is going up $10 per day. There's all kinds of people who have got projects that are standing still because they're waiting for the price of steel to return to normal. It's crazy. There's no concept of money anymore. Uh, Dave, has anybody ever told you uh, the celebrity that you most uh, uh, most resemble? Uh, negative. Uh, I have never. He says at the end of the bar with Norm, uh, that would be John Ratzenberg. Cliffy, uh, <laughs> That's exactly. Cliffy Clavin. Right, that's it. I was thinking it's Deadpan David. He's he's the, that's Cliff. Okay. That's your Cliff Clavin, don't you yeah. think? He's got range, like Cliff yeah, he did. does. Yeah. He really comes in. He sets up. He wants to knock it down. And uh, I mean, you know, these guys are really like hankering for their own like three to five minutes. You, you play with them too much, and it's just you know <laughs> that's it. Doesn't go away. Not that we want you to go away. We know that you enjoy uh, coming into the key. We'll take a quick break. Back in uh, three minutes. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we'll round off the news. We did do our top ten yesterday. We so, did. Uh, if you want to come back at me uh, down with that, that would be sure. cool. And we got to go through the uh, range of all the stories, both local, national, and uh, we'll, of course, take your texts and phone calls. we got to reach uh, a few more of those texts that you guys have coming through here as well. Apparently, uh, Michael says that I am absolutely wrong. Wrong about the music. Great news! Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890 3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890 3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121. Manal Boulevard.
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast, reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and I have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. Patriot waffle, sweet red raspberries, tasty blueberries, and white powdered sugar. The Patriot waffle at sunny side up. Go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 771- Three nine three seven. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Can you believe that sunset? That is just gorgeous out there. That is one of the great things yeah, about New Mexico. To, your back is to it. I know, but I oh. did turn around. Rudy's got Don't eyes in the back of the audience. <laughs> so I got to tell you, tomorrow, much the same thing. 
But Thursday is when things are going to get just a little bit cooler. Maybe a slight chance of rain. I know in Santa Fe they're expecting snow on Thursday. But right now, let's just keep oh. this 54 degrees in Rio Rancho, 55 in Nob Hill, and 53 at the Rock of Talk. Good news is, clean the accident up on I-40 westbound at San Mateo, and the drive quickly recovers there. Uh, Paseo del Norte has loosened up. It's a nice drive as you make your way basically now from I-25 all the way to Coors Road. It's Alameda that is you're making that slight little climb up as you're eastbound on Alameda from Edith on up to Jefferson. It's about uh, 25 miles an hour right now. But things should improve pretty quickly. Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche, bring you this traffic report. Biggest humidor in the southwest. Temperature control, largest selection of blends and prices. This is the place it's, to go. It's not a humidor. It's a huge door. A huge door. That's mar- true. Marketing. All right. It's, it's great. Matt, is that a, Yeah, he'll call me and he'll let me know. A huge door. You got to go and talk to Matt, any of the people there, and you say, this is what I'm really in the mood for. They'll have three or four suggestions, probably more. Great suggestions, great cigars. Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. There we are. We're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Who is busier than a bee? Me. Who else but the investment firm of Smith Barney? Why in the world do they work so hard? Because Smith Barney knows that old-fashioned hard work is often the difference between getting stung or getting a taste of the honey. Smith Barney. They make money the old-fashioned way. They earn it. Uh, <laughs> do, do you think his famous last words, John Houseman, on his... Uh... You know, dine, dine, but they earned it. Mm-hmm. I earned it. Oh, those were those were the days. You know, white that male. That is my answer to uh, minimum wage. That is, they do it. Who's busier than a bee? If you're busy and you do right. stuff, you, you know, you want to make as much money as you possibly can because you won't be able to buzz forever. Right? You get a taste of the. I, even John Hausman. You ever? You think John Hausman ever got a taste of the honey? He doesn't look like he ever got a taste of anything other than the money. White. Male heteronormative uh, spokesperson for an investment firm. We would not have that in 2021. Definitely a sexual harasser. No yeah. doubt about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, if anybody going to dress anybody down, yeah. it was going to be John Hausman. They, uh, she earned it. <laughs> Everything that's wrong with Western <laughs> civilization. In one man, John Hausman. Oh, that would be Andrew Cuomo. Here is uh, unbelievably, and uh, to the sugar, if we only could get you Democrats to turn against Michelle Lujan Grisham, the way that uh, Comrade de Blasio has turned against him. And this is how you know. This is how you know. This is Obama's people who are doing all this. Take a listen. It really is Obama lead the charge against Cuomo. No doubt about it, in my mind, at least. I think when someone's done something wrong, they need to say, I did something wrong. And decide what action they're going to take as a result. Um... But it's even more horrible if it's something like sexual harassment or taking advantage of high office. Suddenly sex with Democrats is just like the worst thing ever. Mm. Like, no, no, what are you, like, they're all the puritanical used to be cool, you know? Yeah, I thought that's okay to lie under oath if it's about sex. It's okay to have explicit lyrics and give them to young children and, uh, you know, hypersexualized children, uh, you know, put them out there. That's that's Democrats, but uh, not if you're a 64-year-old governor. To laugh it off is even more troubling. That's not a laughing matter. So, you know, people who have done something wrong need to admit it and then talk about um, 
what needs to change. And I certainly didn't hear that. Well, what needs to change? they got to stop giving these, uh, you know, all these old men Viagra. I mean, he wouldn't be having these problems. <laughs> right. He's a 60-year-old guy. Isn't it embarrassing? It's like all of a sudden he can't uh, he can't go out in public because, you know, for four hours he's, you know, kickstanding his way through a handshake line. I mean, it's not going to work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear... Uh, <laughs> Did you hear Glenn Beck on uh, do all his uh, Italian stuff? Oh, I love it when he does the Italian. Oh my God, stuff. it was so ah. great. <laughs> it's good. It's it, good. Is, it is his greatest moment on radio. It's all this. <laughs> yes. Well, well, here's a, so that was De Blasio, comrade De Blasio. Here's the head. Uh, you might have heard of this person once before. Um, she has some interesting acronyms she's referred to in her home state by and. She oftentimes likes to talk about her response to COVID, and she's leading the charge. And She's head of a Democrat Governor's Association or something. Here she is on a, and this is a woman, on sexual harassment, uh, very same allegations against uh, one uh, Governor Cuomo. Take a listen. Chair, and as a woman, do you think the organization is going to release a statement or weigh in on this at all? I believe that we will, and we should. Uh, look, we we have to take seriously all these allegations and I'm frankly uh, in that group of elected leaders that you believe the individual, uh, you give real credit and credibility yes, there you if do. you don't, we're re-victimizing brave men and women who come forward and so that's critical that's critical that's absolutely critical, there's no doubt about she's it, she's a leader, she's an elected there leader there's no doubt about it, she's on she's on top of it all so to speak. There it is, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Uh, here's, uh, you know, always always leading the charge uh, right now. This New is Mexicans have faced great hardship during the pandemic. A dozen grocery stores have had to close their doors. There are a lot of New Mexicans who are struggling right now with their health, money, with having food. Everybody closed their doors, but you know who had them wide open, baby? Michelle Lujan Grisham and the jewelry store. Michelle Lujan Grisham's policies have made it harder for the state to recover, but they seem to be working just fine for her. Back in April, when she ordered non-essential stores to shut down, a non-essential business opened so she could buy jewelry. Would you like to see what Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham has been shopping for? Yes, I would. As a matter of fact, Steve. The governor is using that fund mostly to buy groceries. You don't say Chris Ramirez. $545. Whoa. Clean rugs and treat animal urine stains. This receipt from PetSmart shows taxpayers also paid for a new doggy door. Lockdown, masks. That's the only thing that's well. Anyway, we'll just leave. We'll just leave that right there. We'll leave that for the Glenn Beck show. Right? We got we're, we're a slightly more dignified show. Uh, we got to <laughs> come fast and furious. You. It was Smith Barney. Uh, Jen Saki is better called Jen Saki. I like that. That's very good. Uh, we're all jokesters here. You can tell the conservatives are feeling... They they have a day, you know, a day or two to get out all the laughs, right? Yeah. It's been a year since we've laughed, right? And then laughed uh, heartily in a good way, all the way. I think I've been laughing pretty much year around. And it is more fun, let's face it, to be on offense than defense. That's what she said. hey <laughs> Sorry. When will you replay the doctor who is an expert on COVID-19? I thought you were going to say it, but then I just picked yours up with it. Yeah. I don't know when. Uh, Any major accident off of Lomas. Lomas in San Pedro. The westbound lane is completely blocked off. Fire and rescue on the scene. All right, we'll pray for them for sure. Oh, front of Chili's, no MLG. I mean, that's going to be everywhere. Yeah. 
going to be Ayabatu. All your base are belong to us. We can just put that everywhere in OMLG. You know what that even is? That's from some Oh, come movie? on. Um, no. You don't know all your base are belong to us? I, I just MSG? I can't access it. Madison Square Garden? No, MSG uh, is going. It's, I, I thought you. It's literally the king. It's the king of all memes. The king of it's all. The, memes. It's essentially the first meme. Really? Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty incredible. It's from a um, uh, what is it? Zero Wing video game. Video. I was gonna say yeah, video, video game. game. Not movie. Yeah. It's a you know such a, a like the people who made the video game couldn't speak. They were totally devoid of English. Yeah. So they write something. And they put it in English. You remember those Konami? Doesn't quite make those it. Konami. Konami games. was remember big. Konami yeah. was big. Yeah. They didn't yeah. speak any English there at the Konami factory. Right. But they'd had to make it for all the uh, gamers, the video gamers. Sure. That's like the arcade game Violence Fight that that came over from Japan one time. <laughs> yes, Violence that, Fight. Violence Fight. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds good. Violence Fight. <laughs> oh, what is that? Uh, my cat has cheeseburger. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very famous uh, meme, right? As well. There's a website, ladies and gentlemen, called English E N G R I S H dot com. You your sides Ours. will hurt. Yeah. If you just look at a couple of them, my sister who lived in Hong Kong for two years and she's always traveling the world, yeah. she's caught a couple. Of, she submitted a couple to English and got them posted got them. on it. Wow, wow! Um, you guys it's are achievers. There's no un- unbelievable. Just check it out. I mean, you couldn't. You would if you on mainstream media if you mention anything from that website. It's just poor translations into English from other languages in foreign <laughs> lands. People take pictures and they send it to the website. It's just uh, people there. It's very good. There we go. Uh, there, remember uh, something about humor. It's kind of amazing, yeah. even when you're talking about it. Don't ever try to explain it. You run away as quickly as you can because the nature of the humor, it's truth, and it doesn't need to be exposed. That's what things are fun. It's funny because it's true, right? <laughs> like, it's funny because it's true. You had to, yes, Homer, to, that's to, true. to talk about Ken Wong, right? <laughs> yeah. <Yes. Remember> he <laughs> says, fat guy fell out of car. <laughs> Here's the fun of the front of that game. What Someone set up us to bond. We get signal. What Buster and Dave's. Oh yeah, yeah. Dave Donkey Kong was my game. Donkey really? Kong and Burger Time. Those were the two I remember. Burger about. Time, really? Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. forgot about that. Have you uh, watched that uh, that that uh, Disney movie? It did. Uh, I, I'm forgetting it. Uh, oh. Pixels? No, no, no. I'll remember it right after the call. You in the Kiva? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I mean to hang up on you. It's uh, Wreck It Ralph. Oh, I've always wanted to see that. Yeah, yeah. Good. Hey, let me help you out with a great choice of movie. You will love it. Okay. There is uh, no doubt. The people love it. Uh, There you go. All your bases belong to us from uh, Zero Wing uh, back in the day. Let's get to, by the way, uh, that UFO. We never really got to that story this week. (laughs) That happened the previous Monday. It did. It be on my birthday, February 21st. Uh, the UFO people actually came to visit me. They uh, shot straight to clean. What's not actually talked about in all that, and they've referenced it several times, is the location where it was spotted and the altitude and at which uh, level of speed it was going. Now, Linda Morton Howe uh, spoke about it. It's oh. funny, and that was referenced. But um, where it was spotted was spotted near the Dulce base. Do you know where that's at? Yes. Okay. Yes. But it was 
east have, of the base, though. Have you, more, met, more. have you made that connection, though? Isn't that kind of strange? You know, I, I, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the kooks out there. When it's a pilot who reports this, you have yeah. nothing but uh, but your reputation and your career to lose when you report this, when you're a pilot, yeah. and you get laughed out of your industry. So I think it's perfectly reasonable when a pilot, you know, military pilot, commercial pilot reports something very weird, and they call you know, they call in and say, you got something flying around here, and nobody knows about it. To me, those are the most credible sightings, because these guys have only things to, lo- to lose. Their cre- we know one place, credibility, reputation. We know one place that they couldn't have... Uh, couldn't have uh, seen anything up in the air, and uh, that's down in Alamogordo at uh, Virgin Galactic. There's, no, no, nothing. Yeah, nothing's <laughs> flying over there. Nothing will ever happen there. <laughs> yep, no, nothing in the air flying around there, that's for sure. Like, that's at least delayed until May, maybe June. We'll be uh, bankrupt by then. i got to revamp my timelines. There, you know, this pump and dump scheme that they got going on. Oh, and they got a new executive director. Oh, yeah. They have the yeah. director of the Imaginarium. Yeah, yeah, they got uh, everything going on. They say on. they have $666 million cash on hand, which but you is an interesting it. number when you think about it. Did they really say $666 That's million? What they say. I think it's, uh, it really is. It's a complete and total front for the, for the New World Order. <laughs> I believe it. They After all these it. years, I believe anything about yeah. them. Uh, if anybody didn't earn it, it's the Democrats. They earned it. They stole it. Uh, there are libertarians in a pandemic, and for good reason. I didn't read your article. Can you tell me about that as a uh, fellow libertarian? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a couple of essays by a couple of uh, uh, libertarian professors about this idea that, oh, whenever anything pandemic or catastrophe happens, the left always jumps in and says, well, this is an example of how libertarianism could never work. Um, it's actually kind of interesting because the companies that went into action, having made a profit in their biopharmaceutical industry for many, many years, developing the skill, as we were saying, developing the labor pool to bring this vaccine to fruition. And, of course, we're going to have to watch this vaccine moving forward. But uh, really, I mean, libertarianism is proof that uh, or the pandemic is proof that libertarianism you know, can't work. It seems like the private sector end of this performed quite, quite well, and the distribution system that's being overseen by politicians, they're the ones who are really screwing up the distribution of the vaccine. Right. People are complaining about getting multiple notices or not being on the list that they should be on. It's not the private sector that's distributing the vaccine. It's political entities, governmental entities that are distributing it. So maybe your argument that the pandemic proves that libertarianism can't work in practicality might not be so strong after all. Yeah, I don't think that it is, because I think most people, when they fancy themselves uh, conservative and they talk about free markets as we've come to find conservatives uh, or Republicans not very much different from Democrats in terms of what they're proposing because they're really status. They yeah. love to get that money you know, in the kitty so to speak and then they want to redistribute either one or the other. A libertarian free market uh, type of person and who believes in that would want none of the money circulating through the central portion. They would want more free market exchanges among willing borrowers and willing sellers. Absolutely. I mean, people who would come together uh, through free association, and nothing could be better in the pursuit of life, liberty, and the pursuit well, of great, property uh, than that. Than that, even exchange, you get what you negotiate, not what you necessarily earn. Go ahead. Oh, uh, you know, you know, uh, Lou Rockwell, who's sort of a oh, yeah, ancient libertarian, yeah, yeah. a great guy. I know Lou. I've interviewed him on the radio. Um, he, he has a wonderful argument. I see if I can find the essay for the notes tonight about how when you live in a libertarian society, anything you want to do that is not infringing on other people's rights you can do and the, i think the example he used if i remember correctly it's if you think that smoking going to the smoke shop 
smoking cigarettes is the greatest thing in the world, and some people love cigarettes. They say it suppresses the appetite. Models, a lot of models smoke. A lot of writers smoke because they say it sharpens your concentration. Uh, if you think tobacco, cigars, cigarettes are the most wonderful thing in the world, in a libertarian society, you can smoke. You can encourage others to they smoke. You can have a smoke shop. But get this. If you think smoking is the worst thing in the world, in a libertarian society, you can argue that point, too. You can go out and say, here's all the scientific research. It's a dirty habit. It contributes to lung cancer. Both of those positions are perfectly consistent in a libertarian society, only you can't use force, force, coercion, to make people conform to what you want to do. So it's only in a libertarian society, which we used to have in this country a couple centuries ago, where people are free to do as they please, provided they don't violate other fundamental rights. Our founding fathers were essentially uh, libertarians for the most part. I mean, liberty-minded individuals. When you think about uh, uh, sort of the liberty-minded people through a free market exchange, Think of this music. Exchange, someone's got a benefit, or, the hippies, whether, I mean, in, or in, whether there was no benefit. Yeah, but those communes, the people who tried to take it over and organize it, they were the real evil in yes, all of that. Yes. And they were the people who brought in the evil and then redistributed whatever evil so they could ensnare and keep people captive. Absolutely. Which is what created the problems in all this, is they tried to organize that chaos. Chaos has to be organized by itself. Yes. Don't get in the way of regulating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, the hippies, we, we laugh about the hippies, and I always joke about, you know, cracking hippie skulls and everything. You know, it was a youth kind of, there was a lot of ignorance and silliness in the hippie movement, but they did understand that, you know, a cleaner environment is better than a dirtier environment. Maybe sending 58,000 men off to die in a war that had no role in protecting national security was a bad idea. You know, it was essentially a freedom-oriented movement that descended very quickly into a lot of nonsense. And now those same hippies are in government, and they're the people who shut, shut down your government and uh, had people committing suicide and won't send the kids back to school. They peaked very, very early. So if you go back to the 60s, a lot of that youth and idealism was actually some good stuff. They just took it in some very bad directions. There was a lot of people who were unaware what was happening to them while they were in there. They thought that freedom and understanding and all of that stuff that they were marketing in there would just be left alone and nobody would come and right. take advantage of it. And that it became anything but. Yeah. And that time never officially ended. In fact, what you're seeing right now with the takeover of government is exactly the people who are running that government are products of that time. They yes. never left that thought. And that's the evil, unfortunately, that we continue to find ourselves what? fighting against. Because I'll tell you, a, a true paleo-libertarian, someone who actually thinks about that they will make the best choices if given any choice in the world. They will constantly choose what is best for them. They won't drink, they won't smoke, they won't do any anything that would uh, create sort of harm. That's essentially what a paleo-libertarian is. And I think, you know, that is lost on a lot of people. The word itself, libertarianism, I think when you start to look at the organized party, yeah, that's been used in a different way. But the true essence of liberty-minded people, that's real. That's something I think that you know a lot of Republicans and some libertarians practice. Yeah, and never let it be forgotten, ladies and gentlemen. Ronald Reagan, you conservative hero, your conservative hero, said in an interview with Reason Magazine, I believe in the 1970s, libertarianism is the heart and soul of conservatism. On the, on the boomers and the hippies, some good intentions. What happened, Eddie, I think, with them is they got a little taste of power, like that Simpsons episode where Bart, the rebel, becomes the cop. Yep. And then, then it just became 
the great society, the welfare state, uh, the nanny state, and that's what we, we have now. They got that little taste of power. They were briefly about freedom and genuinely making your own choices and going your own way. Uh, didn't, didn't A couple years later, they said, hey, it's kind of nice to be able to order people around. And uh, The best, and I would probably see the highest achievement, uh, you could might want to call it the gold standard of conservatism, uh, was Barry Goldwater, in my opinion. AUH2O yep. used to have that little, little license plate. I stuck it on... Uh, Ironically, on uh, Langston's Prius. Yeah, I don't know if you ever yeah, saw yeah, that, but yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun. 550-5500. Call, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, ironically, on the on the communes, the communists living there descended into communism. Imagine that. There he is. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring you Show Killer. Show Killer. Well, I also think a lot of those commune people, they figured out, hey, um, having any guy come along and sleep with my girl... Um, all that peace, love, and understanding, yeah, no <laughs> not, not a great idea. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, you know, I make a meal and no one helps me clean up. Yeah, it took a couple days for them to figure out this is not a system that works very well. I'm sorry I ruined your Black Panther party. <laughs> Forrest, Forrest, I mean, you know, the whole, like, really, yeah. right? You yeah. think about yeah. Tom Hanks yeah. and Ginny, yeah. I know what love is. Yeah, all of that. All right, let's go uh, wrap through the news very quickly. New Mexico may discipline fine workers who release records. Oh, wow. Government coming into its own. Uh, this, of course, proposed by a uh, comrade in charge on the left, Antoinette Cedillo Lopez and Miguel Garcia of Albuquerque, backed by Advocacy Group for Immigrant Communities. Uh, here's basically what it is. It's approved a bill that would allow state employees to be fired or fined for up to five grand for identifying people who receive public benefits or releasing information about an individual's immigration status. Let me read this again. $5,000 fine fired if you release someone's immigration status. Literally protecting illegal immigrants here in this country. National origin, religion, sexual orientation, actually anything that you talk about and that you know from within the state. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to prevent the people who leak information directly to me on the radio station. They're going to punish those people to prevent them from doing it. Government transparency advocates in the state attorney general's office warn the bill makes some information confidential by default and would inject ambiguity into current laws that protect access. Think about that. Yeah. Yep. You got some real issues on your hand. Boy, big government. We love it. Uh, New Mexico resuming horse racing. Uh, That's nice to see. Again, this is nothing more than a political ploy on the front page of the Albuquerque Journal uh, as well. Uh, no revenue from the slot machines and tables. Purse money was reduced last year, but it was reduced in horse racing, which uh, I believe at one point or was prior to COVID-19. Fidel Muska, that would have been our third largest uh, industry in the state of Mexico. Oil and gas, right? Tourism, and then the horse racing industry. Non-government industry. <laughs> yeah, and then we were, by the way, the only state in the entire country which shut down the horse uh, racing Madness. industry. Madness. Oh, and I'll tell you what, uh, just more signs that the uh, wheels in the sky keep on turning. Literally, the windmills, uh, they have pushed back. And now, in a in an event to sort of... Play it safe on the Energy Transition Act. I don't know how you see it, what your analysis is here, but I think they only did this because they want to say, okay, why are you shutting down that coal plant again? We want you to be on the hook. 
uh, it's okay, PNM. We'll continue to do everything we can for you, and we just need you to go ahead and take a, a little bit of the uh, shrapnel right now of what's happening uh, to us politically. Regulators say the Public Service Company of New Mexico's application to abandon its stake of the Four Corners power plant was insufficient and doesn't go far enough and explain, oh, my gosh, the government is so honest. Your Democrat politicians want accountability from this public service company in New Mexico. All that crap that Eddie Aragon and D. Musk are saying about PNM, boy, that's just fake news. They have only until the Ides of March, uh, Dowd, to submit the revamped application for additional evidence. Yeah, like those people are going to go back to work. That power plant has essentially been shut down for the most part, has it not? What are you going to go back and look at at this point? I believe if, they did, if I'm not mistake, mistaken, they shut it down at, uh, towards the end of last year fully, right? Mm-hmm. Is that about the time? I believe so, yeah. Uh, I mean, this, just this one phrase I highlighted for everyone. Uh, their plan was insufficient. It doesn't go far enough in, quote, explaining whether the transaction would benefit the public, close quote. Ladies and gentlemen, when you have political boards deciding what's right and wrong for a marketplace commodity like electricity. Uh, there's your problem, ladies and gentlemen. There's your higher power rates. There's your Energy Transition Act. Uh, a lot of states, uh, Texas, Pennsylvania, uh, even my own home state of Connecticut, have moved in a much more market-oriented process uh, for supplying electricity where you get to pick from various providers. New Mexico had a wonderful deregulation plan right around the time California, this is about almost 20 years ago, I was doing a lot of work on this in Nevada, which is borders California, and New Mexico had a wonderful deregulation plan. By now, we would probably have a functioning market in New Mexico for electricity, and you wouldn't have had all this nonsense politics uh, if we hadn't have ditched that plan. But there, uh, you, go. there you go. All right, let's hit uh, Bill O'Reilly. He's next. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Guess what's not going to pass in the 2020 legislature? That would be marijuana. Yep, legalize it. We'll have to hold on for 2022. Thank God. There is a God. See you tomorrow for Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, March 2nd, 2021.